Yeah. Right, anyway, just wanted to say, I forgot to say it last week. I, I saw uh, a listener uh, outside on the streets. In the streets of London. And they said, oh, I'm listening to you now. And they gave, they were smiling. It was a nice person. So I, 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 uh, I, when you approached me, I wasn't expecting to even think of you as a listener because I don't expect to see listeners anywhere. anywhere. So anyway, shout you out. I don't know what your name is because we didn't exchange names, but shout you out anyway. It was nice to see you. Nice to see a, a listener in the wild. Yeah. And, and it's not, it's not, it's so funny because you actually came back and told us about it. Yeah, because well, it was it? nice. Yeah. And also shout out Ade, who's another listener. I did, Ade um, just had a little baby boy. So shout him out as well. All right. Mm. All right. Mm. Shout yeah, out. Big up. It's happened to New to father two of us now. You know, I've seen people in the past, but it's, People that you knew, or but, yeah, but you, usually people that that's I, what I'm I saying. kind of know. Already. When it's someone that is just random that you don't know, and then they're just like listening to you yeah. at the same time, oh, it's wow. mad. But I was like, oh, you're listening to me, yeah. All of our 16 listeners now. I always think, how do you know it's me? <laughs> but then I remember that got my stupid face on that thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, your face is stupid. Yes, racism, 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 racism. The real black is back. Are you really, really from the ends? From the ends. Are you really, really from the ends? Yeah. Are you really, really from the ends? I see too many boys. Shout out to Church Road. Top of my street. Main Street. Woolly Road. Sometimes I find it hard to sleep at night thinking about all the dirt that I've done. Thinking about all the hearts that I've broke, the girls that I've caught in the web that I've spun. I smoke weed till my head feels numb, I ain't dumb, I know that this can't be good for me. But if I think back to bars that I wrote when I was lean, I gotta say the weed's been good to me. Same niggas that I came up with are the same niggas that are still around me today. And I can walk any road in my ends, cause to most man, I'm still the same. same shame. It gets nasty, pain, rage. Anytime I think of the boy, them killing off Mark, I just wanna draw for the 12 gate. But them man there, I got serious pain. pain. I used to get told I should smile more, now my gold tooth shines in pictures. I came a long way from a little nigga on the grind that used to hide from pictures. I'm not a pictures, I've been consistent, and it's blatant. So when man call me underrated A laugh, but that's an understatement Flow's been amazing Yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. right there pitching R.I.P. Duggan, I miss him I ain't coming to murk nobody But I ain't looking to leave as a victim I heard them man are making a plot for me Try no, none of that's stopping me Cause the niggas I roll with the on this And they will make couple man drop for me yeah. Are you really, really from the hands? From the hands? Are you really, really from the hands? I actually want to play some of this second verse so, uh, Listen to the lyrics for the second verse Because you're talking about the police and and why do you play that first? Huh? Why do you play that verse first? Who is this? Frisco. I thought so. I knew the, I knew the voice. Frisco's good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And chip on the chorus. I was born with a gift, I'ma use it. So of course I'ma earn from music. I would have been out doing something that I weren't meant to be doing if it weren't for music. Feds sight me and don't like me To them I'm just an angry IC3 Government rob man Feds wanna kill man Why would I trust IPCC? It's real life, no ITV If you wanna try be me I tell man straight Best thing you try be free Stay original and hold on to your ID I used to think that I weren't good enough 
Nah, man, I live in the dream with a team. No hotel too good for us. We're all over the net, fam. Look for us. Addicted to the London nightlife. Taxi cabs, night lights. I told myself I ain't gonna stop till I see boy, but I know in bright lights. So what he's off the ladies, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects. Welcome to the Insane Podcast. Yo. So funny, like he said in these bars, he's a screw face. Mm. He is a he was a proper screw face, and he's always been. But it's not you know him. Yeah, it's not that he's a iron face screw face. You know someone who's just got a face. That, oh yeah, that's just a natural. That's just a natural thing. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, that's, yes. that's, that's how his face yes. is. What did I say to you? Do you ever think um, sit around thinking about the girls' hearts you've broken in the past? Did it ever cross your mind? Yeah, mm. to all the girls I've loved. I don't know why I asked him. You know. What about all the girls I've loved before? Pardon what? Do you ever think about the girls whose heart you've broken in the past? Does it come across your brain? Um, Do you think about it while you sip El Grey? I don't know how <laughs> many, if I've, if there is, if there have been, how many there have been that I've heartbroken. Mm. Is it on two hands? It, I, it'd be less than two hands, yeah. Or two hands, yeah. On give, two hands? Give me the limit of two hands, but I think it would be less than two wow. hands. So, that I knowingly would say, okay, I did some shit there. That's a heartbreaker. <laughs> I ain't, I can I can only think of maybe two. I didn't do anything or three. So you, in your case, you did some ish. Cause I didn't know ish. Um, on one definitely one, I definitely done some ish. All right, one I did. And then the other two, <laughs> the other two might just be shrapnel. What I did, sir. The other two might be shrapnel. All right, okay. When so, you say did some, what's the sound? Oh, you're not talk prepared. about yourself. You're not prepared. <laughs> okay, you don't have to confirm or deny anything. No, no, no. no Just say pass, no. like your ma- ma- mastermind here, yeah, Ralph. It's all good. No, no. She didn't know. When you say something, she, she didn't know until I, something? till I told her. Okay. That doesn't make it any better. No. no. But, <laughs> Otherwise, but, you just, uh, but, them, but, you know, them, them boys maths or whatever they call it. She didn't know because yeah, I ain't told we, her. We never got around to do that topic. But, um, it's a shame. I know simple, uh, Mr. Wolf, when Simple Simon <laughs> said, uh, maybe not two hands. You did the eye movement as I say that it's not just your it's your hands, your toes, your teeth. I don't your eyelashes. <coughs> your, yeah. I don't think so. And the hairs on his chin, 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 chin. He's a heartbreaker. Um, mm-hmm. I I do think about it sometimes. I do, and I f- sometimes I feel away. But if it was meant to be, then ultimately it would be. I I have unfortunately. Broken a few hearts. Have you deliberately done it? Or was it just a matter? No, of, no, no. It's, it's just never happened. Deliberately, it's, um, you didn't let the Yoruba demon come to the surface. Well, they may see me as that, but um, yeah, it wasn't deliberate. It just kind of got into that place, and it wasn't one where, oh my god, you've cheated on me. It wasn't that. <clears throat> it was just one where I didn't, where I decided not to pursue it in the manner that they would have liked, and that broke their heart. Very much. Fair enough. <laughs> Very much. Fair enough. And yeah. Why? Uh, what about you? One or two other little things as well. But yeah. I don't think about it. You don't think about it. Mm-hmm. You broke a heart, yeah. Yeah, of course. Mm. But you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. It's because you don't drink whiskey. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't think about it at all. Man. I think. I think some people think about it more for me than I do in my own behalf. Fair enough. But I don't think about it. I think mans who drink whiskey automatically just have that moment where they sit down and think about some shit. I do think about stuff, but that's just not one of the things that comes to my brain. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it, I might might be free. One I know, 
it would have been because of my action and the other two shrapnel. Oh dear. Yeah, he's just calling for somebody. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I just when when I hear people talk about their sit there thinking about the people's hearts they've broken, I'm just like, why? <laughs> no, I'm not. I can't stop rocking back my on my chair and you know crying and you know shedding you eye water. But well, why would you cry if you're the one that broke the heart? Isn't it? Cry like the, me a river. You know, sometimes because naturally you you feel a sense a of uh, remorse or maybe a little bit of regret because of the way how you made them feel. Is this is there still a, a girl out there that you think to yourself? I shouldn't have, you know. No, I shouldn't have what? I shouldn't have broke her. I should have. I should have. Maybe in hindsight, maybe that was the one, or one of the ones. No, no, no. I've got the one in it. Mm, maybe one. Mm. Yeah, maybe one. I've never met this person ever. You have. Have they? Yeah. Cry me a river. Yo, why clap? It's going to be this now. Yeah. To all the girls. Don't do it, don't do it. To all the girls I love before. <laughs> to all the girls that cheated on before. To all the girls I love yeah, they weren't, weren't before. So, like that. Well. Mm. There's a Circumstances. 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 Circumstances make me what I am. Circumstances. Wow. Yeah, damn. All right. Um, I remember there was a time when I wanted women to talk about that on the podcast. So we just got around to it, yeah. Why? Um, What's to be celebrated? <laughs> nah, because I remember there was a conversation I was having at work and I think it was between, or, or in a barbershop and it was one where a child, I think it was, we were talking about when our sons were born and I said, yeah, you know, he's born and then we went to get him cut, blah, 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 blah. And someone was like, why the hell did you do that? And then that's where the conversation came from, yeah. you know. And then you start talking about people from our background, you know, Africans, and then the Caribbeans. A lot of Caribbeans are not circumcised. Um, and then it kind of got into the discussion about women and how what they it? feel and what they prefer and things like that. So that's why I wanted to so ask a woman's point of view when it, when it comes to circumcised dicks for all you Spotify listeners <laughs> oh. because we get it seems like every week now we're getting people that are actually uh, sending their comments in we're seeing them we can't respond to them either on Spotify so if we if we see them and we want to discuss oh, it okay. we'll talk on the pod but um, you can ask for it to be private because I, I, I make them all public and ones that people write in but by default it's, it's private we see it but the public don't see it I publicise it but if you want to write something in there because I know a lot of people listen to our stuff on Spotify and that's why why do you make it private? Why? no it's private by default I don't I didn't say oh, that that's, so we, that's, so our, that's, our that's Spotify how Spotify did. Done it. yeah they send it to you in, oh, right. in, uh, individually or they, they give you the notification we read it and then it says do you want to make this pr- public and I'll make everything public so that people can see what people are saying about the pod but if if there are any women, if you're not, if you don't use Twitter or Facebook, and you don't use the hashtag pod on uh, threads, ESN pod, you can do it on Spotify, right? Circumcised or non-circumcised, <laughs> and just say you don't want it made public, and uh, no nobody will see it, but our twinkle eyes. Yeah, and if and you we'll want us to talk about it on a podcast, what your point of view is, obviously you won't reveal your name, and we'll take it from there. Yeah, just, you, you can also send a voice note to ESMPodcast at gmail.com. Go on, so, like man did last week. That's what uh, our, our, our listener did last week. Land result. To, to discuss something. In fact, you know what? Because I heard that last week when the man was talking about 
are you going to mention them things anymore because of what's happening in yeah. them places? And something popped into my head. But you man's talking and, and right. I'll, I'll play it for you. Sure. Anyway, just wanted to say, I forgot to say it last week. I, I saw uh, a listener uh, outside on the streets. In the streets of London. And they said, oh, I'm listening to you now. And they, get, they were smiling. It was a nice person. So I, 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 uh, I, when you approached me, I wasn't expecting to even think of you as a listener because I don't expect to see listeners anywhere. anywhere. So anyway, shout you out. I don't know what your name is, could be didn't exchange names, but shout you out anyway. It was nice to see you. Nice to see a, a listener in the wild. And, yeah. and it's not, it's not, it's so funny because you actually came back and told us about it. Yeah, because well, it was it? nice. Yeah. And also shout out Ade, who's another listener. I did Ade um just had a little baby boy, so shout him out as well. All right, mm. all right. Mm. Shout yeah, out, big up. This happened to New to father of us now. You know. I've seen people in, in the past, but it's People that you knew, or but it's, yeah, but it's usually people that that's I, what I'm I saying. kind of know. Already. When it's someone that is just random that you don't know, and then they're just like listening to you yeah. at the same time, oh, it's wow. mad. But I was like, oh, you're listening to me. Yeah, all of our sixteen listeners now. I always think, how do you know it's me? <laughs> but then I remember that I've got my stupid face on that thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, your face do. is stupid. Yes, bastardo, racismo, 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 policia, racismo. Say, look at some bully beef. Cut the fuckery. <laughs> me said nothing left. Just to the brown and cute and simple. <laughs> yeah, go back on my baby father. You're not going away. <laughs> what you take me for? Me shut up your bumbo. Do you know? Me know him not chat to me. Go to the door and left. Me no business. Me soon go back on the goalie side then. What? No, I'm a God, I'm I'm never gonna forget the first time I saw that video. That man. was hilarious. There's some videos that I see that I was giving me pleasure. Have you seen? I don't know. I don't know if I posted. Uh, hold on. Have you ever posted? Have that, you ever seen the two, the video where the two Nigerian guys are talking to the dog or cussing the dog because yeah. of the way he barks? I saw it very oh recently. My God. <laughs> you know him now. Chat to me. Go to the door and left. Me no business. Me soon go back on the goalie side then. What? God, I'm a forever. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's so much that's, the voice. That's, that's Simba and who what, what's, what's that's the, not Simba that's the the, the, the um, wife and um, Scar I was in Scar yeah 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 I love it when they do them voices. I loved it as well man yeah, remember, yeah. remember the guy that used to do the Dulo uh, Dulo the, no the, here's yeah, one but I'm talking about the guy that used to do the um have the cartoon in, uh, introductions and he used to do the bashment over the the cartoon introductions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember Thundercats. Thundercats one. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my days. days. That, that one was, was heavy. But, but, but they do a um, pigeon one now for um, DC and Marvel. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Hilarious. What's the DC friend, uh, the, the collective, the Justice League one? Yeah. That one was the best. The Justice League one. I can't remember it. The one where Superman, he, he dropped a Batman at first. In the beginning, he's dropping Batman. He said, take this bitch ass. He ain't no superhero like us. And all the rest of them, he's like, Batman, who are you, man? You ain't even got no superpowers. He's like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember that. Shut up. Uh, you can't remember it? Can't I'll send you the link. That one was here, there. What's the, the funniest bit on that one was um was when... Uh, because obviously something's happened to Batman. It's, it's, it's the animated thing and they're doing the voiceover and he's, he's on like a hospital bed. And uh, Superman looks like angry, and he's telling him, "Look, you just bitch ass. You just bring the team down. You ain't got no superpowers." And he's like, "Shut up, man! You stop picking on me, whatever." And then, and then um, he's walking off, and it's like, "What?" And then Superman puts his just puts his hand out. Like that's what I thought, bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then just walks off. Ah, oh, it's, it's it's heavy. Anyways, I'll send you that. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects, welcome to the Eloquently Saying Nothing Can't podcast. Mm-hmm. This is, what time is it? It is uh, Saturday the 28th of October, fight night. We have Tyson Fury versus who? Francis Ngannou. Sorry? Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou. Ngannou. Look how you use baby like we Yes, uh, it is currently 222222 these are the people in the room but we, before we talk to the people in the room we have to give you the episode number it's 431 I you like your blood clots like you know what like you know you know what you like you know you know what you like take that take that you know what you like you know what you like you know how many responses I got about the, that intro a couple of weeks ago which intro the one about daddy I don't know what you put Oh, oh, the one I, did you put that thing out of, what that was, was the intro oh okay I don't listen to the intros uh, people like it's like how can you start a podcast like that <laughs> so how did it start again? I, don't, I don't remember now I don't even want to repeat it no. oh, okay just, oh well, they're telling you off just tell no me. no that, like, that is hilarious like how can you just say that <laughs> how can you say how can a man say that about your dad oh uh, <laughs> let me st- uh, you know talk- I, can't, I can't be out of that podcast you know why tell me the episode number it's two episodes ago what, what did you say episode this is 429 yeah, so you're saying it's 429. This is 431, this one. So yeah, so, two, so 429. Two, 429. Yeah, yeah intro. So, yeah, so the first minute of 429. I have to go listen to that I, now. I, I did my chopper skew. But I actually chopped a bit out of that because I said something about my son. Yeah, so, so I, I also thought, I don't know why you left it there. I left I took I mean, it out. Yeah, good anyway. I took it out, I took it out. I don't know why, you, I was just looking at you. But it's, you, 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 say, you say, which one? Uh, um, what's your problem, man? <laughs> <laughs> You call me a useless one? No, he said you say what you want. Oh, wow. Sorry. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, dog. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dog. I'm sorry, dog. I'm sorry, dog. You can turn it down, you know, bro. Man, put it to his ear like you can't hear it from over here. Oh, can you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am rather old. Remember, your microphone is the loudest mic, so it picks up quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, that, that's true. Jay. Oh. Uh, hot. Yeah, I thought, I don't want to embarrass the boy when he yeah. gets, when he gets older. Mm-hmm. But it's still true. <laughs> um, I did. I, I remember saying it. What we said, and I remember what you said as well. And I did think about whether or not your, what you said might be problematic, and would we get in trouble for that? But then I also thought to myself, are we going to get in trouble for what we said? The other thing as well, but clearly not. I said that it is what it is. It, it, it is. Some people, was, I, some people reached out to you and said, "Yeah, how can you put that?" Yeah, because it's that. Yeah. It was. A, it was a, I, I knew that one because I was thinking, should I put this at the start? I'm like, but this is this is the funny bit. It's the funny bit. So I have to I have to put it there. I was just full. I, 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 I should remember my brother doesn't actually listen to all the editing work I put into the pod because I thought he might be upset. Like, why would you put that in the beginning? Like, you could have picked anything else out of the pod. Oh, have a it's not that we didn't have any jokes. There were some jokes on that pod. Why would you pick that one bit and put it at the beginning? But I put it there. Taking into account our parents actually listen to the pod. Yeah, I know. as well. Yeah. <laughs> so one day I don't know how 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 um I don't know if you abreast they are to the to the pod. In fact, every week. I, I listened to last week's one, driving my mum home from the airport. Oh, okay. So it was just me and her in the car listening to the pod. Um, yeah. So what is that like? I was on it, so. Oh yeah, you weren't on it. Okay. Yes, indeed, I wasn't on it. But what listening to the pod with with my mum around. 
I don't usually. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's why I asked what it was like. I, I, no. I imagine that it wouldn't have been a regular occurrence. No, I know that to listen to positive people. Period. I stopped listening to positive my wife as well. Definitely. So this is what I mean. That's why. That's why I'm asking. What's it like to listen with somebody? I'm talking about any podcast. Yeah, I'm just saying because what I find that when me and my wife listen to podcasts together, we start debating about the thing that's happening in the yeah, podcast, and it's nothing to do with your life, and it's nothing to do with my life. And when they're the, arguing about the shopping yeah, thing that's happening in the podcast, about it. I can't be bothered, man. I'm just like, you know what? When the podcast comes on, you should get to the car, just change it to music. <laughs> you, must think I'm, you must think I'm cheating on her some woman or something. <laughs> At some point, these guys are gonna start watching the boxing. They're not gonna be as focused on the. I'm focused as, on the as, as, thing, as, they sh- as they should or could be. S- uh, Simple Simon's behind the screen, so he he will be focused. And Stavros is just a professional, so he will be focused. I can do f- f- the two at, at, at the same time, not quite a, well, not at a good um, quality. Uh, yes, I can. Yeah, I, I disagree. Okay, you can disagree as much as you like. I'm yeah. telling you, I can. Okay, I, well. I'm half half of me is better than everybody else in the world. <laughs> Damn it! All right, so um, hashtag is important to start. Hashtag it. Let's just start joining the conversation. Good mm-hmm. grief. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't find it, man. At ES, which one? I was trying to find the uh, broken English voiceover um, <sighs> for the for the DC no, man. It's you'll, so, you'll find so, it in three days. It's so funny, man. Stav, tell them, tell them. At ESM Podcast on all the socials. More ESM Podcast at gmail.com If you want to send anything in, any voice notes like you heard from last week, or any any amount of assholes that you want specifically, you can send them to any of our social medias. And also now you have the Spotify link. I don't know where it is, but somewhere when you listen when you listen to the podcast, it asks you what do you think or did you like the pod. Writing anything you want to write there. I'm enjoying reading them, the ones I'm seeing now. So it actually lets you, because the, the last one we got was someone from Australia. In fact, saying something to, it was a specific comment to Mr. Wolf. Oh, was yes, that, indeed. That was, and that wasn't the Australian one, was it? Was it not? No. Okay, no, okay. Oh, no, that one was just us, someone picking us up. Yeah. Okay, sorry. But just shout I, out Australia. Yeah, because Australia is not one that I've really um, thought of, really. What time did it drop there? Did we, did we, did 6, 6 a.m. Australia, what did we, what no, did we? they'll get it at 5 p.m. Oh. So they'll get it. They'll get it late in the day. Oh dear! Yeah, because it drops five a.m. GMT or BST. You know, is it five a.m.? I've been doing it for six sometimes. You know, five a.m. I, I, I do the pod. <laughs> you know, so, I, ain't, I ain't got no respect for time. You know, they are twelve hours. Is it twelve hours ahead or twenty-four hours ahead? Twenty-four. I don't know, man. Yeah. So it's like long time listener from Australia. Love the podcast and the breadth of experience, knowledge, and conversations. I'd love a curated playlist of some sort. Ah, yes. I if possible. A, yeah. Clocks is going back today, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Today. Sunday. Tonight. Midnight. Tomorrow. No, it's one o'clock, sorry. Tomorrow. One a.m. So we're getting an extra hour, we're not getting extra You hour. get extra. Yeah, it's one a.m. Yeah, tonight? Yeah. Oh, two a.m. Yeah. Either which way. Either way. Um, so, <coughs> what's the name of that listener? Uh, the, list, the name here is Suad. So, S-U-A-D. Suad. Suad. Yeah. Suad. Shout you Suad. anyway. Yeah. Big up, big up, um, big up, big up. Love it. Any of you guys want to want to take on board that that uh that request to do a playlist of the you know what to be honest, it's probably me that has to do something like that. Oh I can send you're, it. You're the one plays all the music. Yeah. All right, and uh, is it, <laughs> the pain in your voice. Yeah. I don't want to take on any more work. Listen, that's, that's, hey, I'll, hey, I'll, hey, I'll say hey that. listener. There's ESN um podcast um ESN radio p- playlist all around the place. If you want to go and check those out, there's bear them. There are ESM radio pod, uh, playlists. Bear them. Which will happen. But that's different. Bear means a lot. Do they listen to ESM radio? 
They want the playlist for the music that, that we play on this show. That they hear on this show. This is just as good. Go on, Mr. Wolf. And they're on Spotify as well. I found something. It's not exactly what I was looking for, but it's still funny. It's, um, what if uh, Superman landed in Nigeria? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's a little segment. Five minutes left. Jara, where should I put the baby? Lara, put him on my head now. Don't you know we're about to die? <laughs> and you're here asking me stupid questions. I said put him inside the spaceship. I for just create another spaceship. Follow Kaleb. Leave this woman safe. <laughs> Take this crystal. It will tell you all you need to know about Krypton. Go, my son. And remember who you are. We will meet again. Thank you. Indeed. It's a bit hard for people that can't see it. Yeah, but you know. No, you didn't need to see that to, to, to you, as long as you know what it's talking about. Do you remember when I got married and I and I did um, um Oscar de la Hoya, when I posted the pictures back when I used to use Facebook still of the groomsmen pictures and you all you mans were on it and I said um for he who sheds his blood with me this day is my brother. I wrote something like that. Or the What's that like. from um, Braveheart? Uh, no. Like, uh, Braveheart? No. What's the name of that film? Which one? It's called Braveheart. Not Macbeth. It's not Macbeth. Oh, it's um, Gladiator. No. Do you know they're making a part two of that? Yeah. God damn. Sometimes you just got to let things alone. Yeah. Oh, look. A man like Chuck Liddell, you know. So, yeah, I don't know where it comes from. Where's the quote from? It's a Shakespearean. It's from uh, Henry V. I think that's the name of the play. Is that the name of the play? Henry V. Larry Holmes. Henry V. I don't know. Which, which somebody needs to do the fact check because I actually haven't read the play, but it's the one with um, it's the one about Henry V. So I think it's I think it's good, but I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I don't know what you're on about. It's um, it's from a scene from. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Anyway, what's the thing? What's the what's the problem? It's it's because <laughs> it's it's it, I've been I'm in now collating a bunch of speeches that I like. Yes, there is a Henry the Fifth uh, play by William Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah, so that's the one, then. and it's about him. And it's it's when they're going to fight when the when the English are going to fight the French, and this is the speech that um, Shakespeare, you know, basically thought Henry would have spoken to the troops at the what's it the court of Agincourt? Does any of you know? In something in Nope, nope, nope. Agincourt, I think it's or something like that. It's very close. I know my sister's probably cussing me right now. Somebody's cussing me. Agincourt. As in, as in go. Yeah. All right. That's close. Close enough. Anyways. As you know. And um, so he's, that's one of the most, one of the most famous Shakespeare things there. That line is part of it. It's the um, St. Crispin's Day speech. Okay. You, you know some of the St. Crispin's Day speech. I've, it's, it's, it's very, 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 very good. I suggest everybody goes and listens to the speech. If you don't listen to Shakespeare, you don't, don't know Shakespeare. That one speech itself is. What's it's the name of the speech? Since Christmas. What's what that from that day that the boy was doing it? Sorry. That is. Um, you from that. St. Crispin's Day. St. Crispin's Day. St. Crispin's Day speech, uh, Shakespeare. You put that in YouTube, you'll have a, a it bunch of. It sounds like St. Christmas. No. St. Crispin's. Crispin's. Yes. Yeah. Because some people. That film with Stacey Dash on it. Oh, um, yeah, it's cool, man. Renaissance Christmas. Man. Renaissance. All right. Very good film. Yeah. So it's uh, it, basically. Uh, the Eng- so this is based on tr- on on true story. The English are going to fight the French, and they actually go to France to fight them. They're outnumbered five to, five to one. They've had to obviously traipse all the way down there. The French are um, 
are fresh and whatnot. Uh, and uh, the king of of England has gone to chat to the king of France, and they tried to talk it out first. And they're like, it didn't, didn't work. So right, so man's gone back to his troops. England is like, all right, we're gonna fight them. And um, when he's come back, his cousin is like, you know what? We're outnumbered. You know, we're, we're gonna lose this fight. This man's and then they, what they say. Um, history says or the you know what they feel is that the the speech that Henry gives his people allows him to win because they actually do win which is mad because you're outnumbered 5 to 1 in somebody else's land and you still win but anyways but that is the speech they do it there but recently in a film called The King on Netflix uh, it's about the same king but it's about his life coming up from young and I think it ends around the same time mm-hmm. of, this, of this battle but he he does his own speech it's not, it's not Shakespeare it's, mm-hmm. it's something else and it's um, who's that pretty boy? The new actor, the young one that uh, that they put in all the films now. The American, but he's American French. But you might not know he's French. You just know him as American. Good. I don't know what he's <laughs> I, I don't understand why you do this. <laughs> because you're watching the boxing. That's why. It's got nothing to do with that. So you don't, you, you yeah, don't know don't something know, about what something you're know. talking Are about. Are you bored of what I'm saying then? Yes, blatantly. <laughs> because I'm trying to get to where you got to where, you, where why this started in the first place. And now you've told me about the story of the thing that was going on. Because well, I'm well, talking about the speeches. Yeah, Carl, say what you're saying, but I don't know the person that you're talking about. Anyway, he's he plays the king and he does his own speech. They even um, give us a film that he's in, you know, to give us a, an idea. This is the young boy, white boy that's French or something. And good looking. I'm seeing everything. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. Don't worry about it. I don't care who it is anyway. But I'm trying to remember a big film that he's in because he's not. So he's clearly not in everything, is he? No, he's in a bunch of films, but I just can't remember the names of any of them. Is he in Dune? Yes. So, so the head star in Dune? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Either, but yeah, it's yeah, the guy yeah, that he's yeah. Dune. But you knew who I was talking about then. You got it right. No, I just. You got it right. You knew who I was talking about. I don't remember seeing him in much else though. Bitch, you guessed it. Yeah, they're, they're more. You would you would know the films though. You was right. Uh, call me by my by your name. He was in that. He was the main person in that. I don't even watch that. That's about gayness. <laughs> it's about what? <laughs> it's about a boy falling in love with a, with a man in. What are you telling me? Which, which country? <laughs> which country is it? He's like he was telling me like he was a fool. That's about gay. <laughs> I'll be in no rush to watch that, that speech is good and I'll, I'll near on memorise near enough to both of them this is Christmas Day speech and this is the King, the king one okay. both very good. Near, good. well I say near on but whatever but that's the the piece of Shakespeare that I actually very very much like that's so good, sorry and what, was the, this, this, what was the quote again uh, for he who sheds his blood with me this day shall be my brother okay alright we few, we happy few, we band of brothers. So that's where the term band of brothers come from. Okay. Uh, we few, we happy few, we band of brothers. For he who sheds his day, uh, this blood with me today should be my brother. Okay. There's, some, there, there's some really good uh, movie valiant speeches in it. You know, you got your brave hearts, you got uh, King Leonidas, you got um, even my man from Gladiator. He had a couple of good speeches and quotes. Mm. Um, few others I can't think of now. I say that to say this, actually. Oh, yeah. Sorry. To, to get to, I guess, uh, it would be a point. I was looking at maybe, should I play some of these speeches on the pod? And then I thought, no. no. It's, it's, uh, I thought, <laughs> no. I might get some kickback from that. I know I would actually enjoy it. And um, it might be a, a conversation starter. Mm. But some of them would be two, three, four minutes. Some of them are not, are not necessarily speeches. Some of them will be poems or whatnot. But they're all from films and I find it inspirational or whatever. I said, you know what? No. But I said, there is something else that I want to do. I want to do a new segment. So I've got my Africa segment, which I don't do as often as I should, mm. because that takes work. 
and I'm lazy. But it's there in the back of my mind. In fact, part of that would I'm spinning it enough, I'm sorry. You know when I say it's all sad news, it's all mm-hmm. it's all whatever. Like this stuff with that's happening in Gaza now and all the people that are dying there and all the because some of the podcasts I'm listening to, I'm talking I'm talking about black podcasts. I'm hearing some some people talk about um they're very upset with black people that are saying it's got nothing to do with us. They're very upset with the, and you'll have Christians talking about they're very upset with Christians saying it's got nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. Um, because apparently the Jewish people this are meant to get this land it's promised to them and the Christians if they allow if they help the Jews get the land then the Jews will go to heaven God. something like that um, something like that is apparently in the Bible or something. I don't know yeah. so there's some Christians that are saying they're not they're not getting involved in that beef I don't know I didn't know that part of the Bible so I'm, that's me on me but I'm hearing them saying they're upset with black people not marching not fighting, not doing this for Palestine. And I'm thinking, do you know all of all these other issues that we've had? Like, I'm not saying what's going on is not bad because it's a, it's a matter. I said it before, I said it a few weeks ago when I got censored, basically. I got told to, to, stop, to stop talking. But I was saying it from the start, before before Israel started doing the things because we, we, we were here when, like the first day it happened. I think we recorded the, the day of the madness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're going to get they're, they're gonna get murked. I said it back then. Mm-hmm. I, so I don't know I still t- to now I don't know what the play is the only play is that maybe they're trying to galvanise some sort of um, who's playing um, Hamas I I think that Hamas and and the Israeli government might be in tandem somehow because some, you know Netanyahu and likes Hamas or he's the one that was there trying to put, keep them in power or something. Yeah. so I don't know whether or not there's some shenanigans I don't trust the world at all in any Hamas way shape or form do not like the Jews they want them gone but Netanyahu knows that if the Palestinians, because there were people that tried to do this two-state thing, this peace, yeah? Netanyahu's not one of them. He don't want I know. Them, all right? So he got rid of the ones that wanted to do the two-state things. Well, so one, or, or, or one of them back, got assassinated before he came Hamas. in. But he says, if you have uh, Hamas as the people there in Palestine, it's better for us as Israelis because nobody can back Hamas. Mm. We can go like if it wasn't for Hamas, we couldn't be bombing them like we're bombing them now, basically. So you shouldn't be trying to get rid of them. You should encourage them. Let them do a Maza, and then we can now really go on tops because that's they can't saying. beat us. That's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Anyways, I, know. I forgot my point now. Uh, yeah, but there's there's so many things going on uh, with with blacks. Much more, many more people dying in 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 in, in worse ways, and I'm thinking maybe they just don't know. Because they're getting so upset that you you're not you're not they don't fight for this. I'm like, but do you not know that? Like, they don't, and they don't care. Half a million Ethiopians died uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Half a million. So I know there's, there's uh, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm uh, God bless all the people that died in in Israel and in Palestine. Yeah, all those thousands that are getting bombed right this very now. It's very sad. We're very upset. And yes, I stand with Palestine and all that stuff. Right. I'm not talking for for anybody else. That's that bro saying that. Right. But half a million people died. About 100 to 200,000 people died uh, in uh, actually just being murdered. This is I'm t- this, this is the Tigray where I'm talking about mm-hmm. that I mentioned, you know, a year or two. Mm-hmm. This was during lockdown, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. All right. And then um, 100,000 to 200,000 died of starvation in Ethiopia. And still up to now, there's still people starving in Ethiopia now. It hasn't like completely... Like just stopped all of yeah, yeah. Let's hear about it's, Live Aid, bro. We did Live Aid for him. Don't you remember? It was ended, kind of thing, but it's not. 
kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's, there's still these things always have tailwinds. Yeah, yeah t- that's there's, there's still tailwinds. There's a lot going on. So there's in, people. In there's that places. There's Sudan. something that. Um, yeah, Sudan. You got uh, the Sudan. Mm. There's the war going on now, and, and that's then, f- uh, I think it's thirty thousand people potentially now. Mm-hmm. Display, and then you've got Congo. That's the one that um, I was gonna say because I didn't know about this one until Mr. Wolf brought that to my attention. Uh, Rwanda and all this. So this that's something that that Mr. Wolf knew. I don't know where he knew all that stuff from because I didn't know any of that stuff. And so you'd be more uh, well equipped to explain any of that stuff than me. Yeah, I mean, it's just a war and a tragedy that's been going on for a long time. And it's been, you know, the Western world has turned a blind eye to it because of what they get out of it. So people are dying, mm. children are dying, people are being displaced and things like that. So um, just just to make one thing fun- fundamentally clear is that I do not advocate any kind of um, war. I just, you know, when people say that you need to, uh, have war to make peace and things like that. Mm. Maybe, but when you see what is happening in Palestine, it's horrible. I, I, I hate the fact that it's taking place, but um, my eyes are more on my people. And let's be rest assured that there are black Palestinians in Palestine mm. and no one's ever spoke about um, them being segregated and treated the way that they have been treated because you can if you want to do a little search, you'll find the searches there. So, you know, prior to all of the madness happened, you had Christians, Jews and Muslims living together in that area before um, the Western world decided to do what they wanted to do. But um, yeah, my, my, my eyes are focused more on more on Africa and what is taking place there. I wish I could do more, um, but it is what it is. You know, it's never a good thing to think about or even talk about in my opinion. But um, yeah, what's going on over there is a madness. Yeah. Unfortunately, people are losing their lives. But again, just like you alluded to, we can go all around certain places in Africa and um, yeah, a lot worse. you got the Muslims in China, they're For still in, in concentration, like literal concentration camps. camps. Yep. So, it's, it's, don't get me wrong. China. It's just, China. Um, I, you know, I actually, um, Shout her out or call her out, whichever way you want to look at it. So, Sincerely Tops is her podcast, uh, Black Canvas podcast. So, go listen to that. Um, and that one, yeah, she's on it. She rained fire on that. It was it was a wicked podcast, actually. She got on oh, a couple yeah. of guests. Send it, send it through. Um, she I'll send is it. On it. She, she, went she, rained, the, she went to the protest, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She rained fire on people that are like, that are being, um, uh, that are not, that are not talking up about it, basically. Like, the least you could do is write a tweet. If, if you're not going to do nothing else, yeah. at least retweet somebody that's doing this and that. Otherwise, you're waste kind of thing. She... she I don't you know, agree you know, with you all know, that. You know, she, she, she goes, I don't agree with all of that. She don't muck about. But I was just thinking, because Same. I would see, I would assume that she's a, a pro-black, a, you know, a pan-Africanist or, or along the kind of ways. And I listen to her podcast every week. So, I, 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 you know, I know what she's, Never she's about. I can only assume that I can't, I can't unless I'm asking her, and I'm not asking her right now. Mm. But um, I, at least I know, I'm assuming she's for the betterment of black people. I know that from what, yeah, from, what, from what I hear, she's like that. Okay. But um, so there's all these things going on with blacks, and nobody talks about it. Oh, let me not say nobody. I don't know. I'm Same the, thing I, with Ukraine. I, I, I don't listen to everybody's podcast. I don't. I don't know what everyone's doing. Listen, people are are, are um, desensitized to Africans dying. They're desensitized to it. Yes. It's standard. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Half a million. Half a million. That's that's, that's, um, I I don't think I could have put it any better than that. 
because a lot is going on, like we've alluded to. And I think it's great that people are made aware of what's going on in Palestine and in Ukraine and, you know, and in other parts of the world. But you just don't see the same energy for our people, even from our own our own people. Mm. Or maybe, maybe. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So the the noises you should be making noise about them. You should be saying this because it is related to us. But then I don't see the same energy when it comes to things that take place in Ethiopia, in in Sudan, in Congo, even in the northern part of Nigeria, and it, things like this. Let me let me um put something to this as well, yeah. Because again, this is two different um, nations of people that's going at it. So the Israelis are going at the Palestinians. Yeah, that's what I was about I th- to say. I think a lot of the time people assume that Africans are killing Africans. Yeah. And it's not just Africans killing Africans because there are times when Americans are bombing Africans. There's times when other uh, Western countries are bombing Africans, but it's not spoken about as much and mm. people don't think of it. So look yes. What, look, look what the Western world done to Libya. Look what they did to uh, Somalia long Somalia. ago. Somalia. This, they're doing it the same way but people are just they don't care because they're desensitised to the fact that Africans Africans should die Africans are constantly in war Sh- and, Shouts, and Shouts Simone she mentioned Haiti when she came yeah, she last did, time yeah, yeah. And, so. and the thing is that if you don't know get to know so if you hear this it's true isn't it if you hear this then make an effort a conscious effort to find more information that, that outrage is not on, is not popular outrage I'm not, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm not even saying to, to do that personally well, I might have said it, I might have said it before no, but, but I'm talking like, about for those who yeah. make an issue about us as a people us as black African men uh, um, or men and women not really speaking up about what is happening over there because um, I'm with uh, Big Wally I don't you know to tweet and to do those things cool but it's not really it's, what? it's not really for me yeah if they want to do it I don't have a problem yeah, if, if it's good for people to do it but I don't like it when people are saying if you're not speaking up then you're on the side of the oppressor that's just nonsense that's almost the same as when the people say that if you don't say Hamas is uh, mention Hamas when you're talking about um, um, the Israelis then you're 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 saying Hamas do what Hamas did is right it's the same thing as well you're a sympathiser if yeah, you don't if, if you, you don't, don't just denounce them straight yeah, it doesn't away. make sense if somebody does the, some people are not educated enough to know what they're, what they're talking about so they shut up some of them yeah that's that, that could be a majority of people mm. other people they don't want to get involved in this type of thing because yes as much as you might be a, a diehard or you might be uh, uh, somebody that's meant to ready to sacrifice your, your, your living or whatever to do this then yes you know, all good to you and I, and I love your bravery, but some people are not as brave as you and they don't have to be. It's not by force. Yeah? So, I don't... I, I get that, but then also, if you don't have these brave people in the world, is, is it... Do you feel good about yourself if you sit back and just let somebody else deal with the problem all the time? Because I know, personally, I look at it because in it... So, let's go back to Sincerely Topps. I know that I'm picking on you if, if you ever do ever listen to this podcast. But she said... Um, she wants to be able to look at her great grandchildren one day, and she says, "Hold on, you were you, oh great great mama, you were alive when this was happening in mm-hmm. Palestine. Yeah, what did you do?" And she just wants to be able to say, "I know why I can say, can say I can do something." What are you What are you gonna do if you said you didn't do anything? Can you look in your? And all I'm thinking of is, I'm trying to make sure that my great great grandchildren got something to eat, like well, good food, not just what I have, <laughs> like better food than me. So I'm focused on them personally. And if my great-great-grandchild comes to me and says, oh, great-great-granddad, what did you do? I said, I was working with your great-great-granddad and your or your great-great-grandmom. I was making sure that they were doing all right. I was mm. working with my wife, your great-great-grandmom. To make sure that yeah. you have what you have. So that's what I was doing. I'm not, not 
that I shouldn't do that or not that there's anything wrong with doing that but everybody has their own priorities am I I'm, for better or for worse my priority is my home yeah and it's I'm, my home I'm not disputing all of this stuff about feeling good about yourself or whatever I'm not saying that anyone that's doing what they're doing is doing um, is not doing a good service to the world because they, they are but you can't just decide that if you don't say nothing you are uh, I've, you're either uh, a coward or you're a this or you're that or a sympathizer yeah or a sympathizer it's for me I'm just not I'm not having that for me it's just like there are, as as we're talking right now there'll be a hundred different conflicts going on and this is the point so why is this is the only one that you feel because it's popular that's 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 it just for me it's everyone knows about this is a limited something yeah at one point it was bring back our girls right there was girls that still ain't back you know some of them are some the majority are not though. Some a, a, a decent, uh, maybe thirty, forty. Uh, still, majority is fine. Go, but go, go. right, this is for the people that that uh, are listeners. I want them to know that there were uh, there two hundred something girls that were missing, of, a and a bunch of them actually. came back. Some of them still in the wild. Yeah? Back, yeah. So, but that was a, that was a slogan that was good. It was a good slogan. Mm. And let's yet, be real. Bring yep. back our girls. Yeah, it's a good slogan. It's catchy. It's a hashtag. What was the Coney one again? Uh, Coney twenty twenty or something like that. Yeah. Right. Those are good hashtags. Yeah. Free Palestine is one of those things that has been said for years. Yes. And it's, it's now in this era of hashtagisms and, you know, making a good thing, it's, it, it works well. So people are going to understand that they're going to recognize that they're going to remember Free Palestine from the years and years that you've been hearing it. So they're going to sympathize with that particular um, situation because they've heard it so much. Some people might be screaming, Free Palestine, have no idea what's going on in Palestine, never heard about what's going on in Palestine. But because it's something that they've heard, they will be doing it. So you're saying now that the value or the, the impetus behind any scheme is based on its marketing and PR? No, I'm not saying all of it. I'm saying that a majority of people don't know certain things are happening. And because because no one's really pumping or pushing that thing into the media. Why would they know about it? A hundred girls um, got returned according to the BBC. And I remember there's 230 something girls that went missing if I'm yeah. correct. I'm saying that if if no one don't know about it, if, the, if it hasn't been pushed into the public, if it hasn't been pushed into the social media, to the social media um, um, stratosphere, yeah, mm. then what are they going to be protesting for if they don't even know it's existing? I'm saying some of these things are easy catchphrases, something that get, picks up quickly, somebody that can make a, a a hashtag or a retweet or something and suddenly something that would have been like, I'm telling you, you think that I haven't been kidnapping other girls since, since, since even that? Yeah, yeah, of course. They've been so. doing it, but because the, the, people not, in general, there's not anything that's going on, there's no um, social media mm. presence or there's nothing that's there to push the the agenda, if that meant, if if you want yeah. to call it that, which is then what then it, they, won't, they won't be the case. But I'm not saying it's only that. I'm just yeah. saying, it's, and people again, as I said, they're desensitized to certain things in Africa, so they won't really talk about that. Look, look at when um at one point when they was doing the Me Too movement, um, and uh, then it started to highlight all of the uh, rapes in India and, and certain and oh yeah, yeah, India was when they were talking about what rapes were, isn't it? Mm. Had that started to highlight in then. And and then suddenly there was a movement there where they was talking about rapes in India. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. If it wasn't for that particular hashtag or those those types of things, it might not have ever come to light that people were saying that that, that they have these types of things are happening. There has to be something that brings it to the social media or the media itself's agenda for people to then see. And I think at this present moment in time, Africa is not presenting anything for people to want to to to, pro, to promote in this particular fashion. So people are, are seeing what's going on in Palestine, what? and again. Let's be real. As much as we, some people are saying it, when it involves the Jews, there are people that just hate the Jews as well. Let's be real. There mm-hmm. are people, and they will jump on this. Yes, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. So, not to say that this is the reason why, but it is a it is a big particular reason as to why a lot of people will catch this. Africans are not good at promo. 
So this PR you're talking about, yeah, we're not good at it. That's why uh, our tourism is not as big as it could be. Well, NSARS was another one. That one went worldwide. But again, it was, you didn't see people, again. That came to some sort of resolution. It though, did, but look, I'm, I think it was a big thing for uh, certain people, but it wasn't so for the outside world. It's not like where people was going to go and throw millions and millions for Ukraine and all this type of did stuff. Did it make the mainstream? Yeah, but, but it's, it did. It's, it's it, completely it, I don't know if thing. it meant the mainstream like news or something, but it was definitely he- heavy on social media and people were saying, you know, free Nigeria, did, 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 let them do this. So people were kind of behind it, but because there's so many Nigerians, the numbers already look like there's so much, but I don't see the rest of the Western world was backing that, if that makes sense. Mm. So I don't know. It is what it is, isn't it? But um, I want Palestine to, to you know, to be free. I don't... I. I don't stand with any of this war. I don't I don't agree with any of the killings that's going on on both sides. I feel sorry for the Palestinian children that are being killed and having to witness their families being killed. I feel sorry for the Israeli children that have been killed in parts of these wars and the Israeli children that have to see these people constantly killing others and thinking that they're going to live their life thinking that this is okay. Like that's a that's a messed up situation to be in on both sides mm. for the children. So all these adults that are, are talking about there are people that are big, big politicians. Big, big politicians going on TV and talking like Palestinian people are rats. Mm. Like they're less than human. Yep. And, and they're saying it like it's nothing. And we've seen, mm. it. We've seen that before. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, don't, I don't know how people can think that these children are going to grow up and Sorry. not have the hatred that they have. How are you going to stop this cycle? The people that killed them, they're going to hate. I mean, the Palestinian children are going to hate the Israeli children. The Israeli children are going to grow up in hate of the Palestinian children. And the circle continues. Uh, the only people, I was saying this to a couple of my boys just today, the only people that this doesn't seem to work with is Africans and, and Asians at some points. We seem to be oppressed, been colonization, all of this stuff. I still seem to love our oppressors whole world, world, world. It's the truth. It's the truth. But anyway, we need to remember that um, the IRA, who is now Sinn Fein, that was uh, a terrorist, you know, function. The ANC, Nelson Mandela was was put in the in jail for terrorism. Yeah. He was a, Nelson Mandela was a terrorist. Yeah, Margaret Thatcher said apartheid in South Africa was a good thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know certain people, Russia, maybe Palestine as well. Actually, was like, no, we're not about that life. Uh, Cuba, Cuba, yeah. So, um, what happened? Nelson Mandela is a terrorist. He's in jail. The ANC is a terrorist f- function. You know, the Western world got together and said we stand with with the uh, lead, the ruling party in South Africa and in two twos at some point history changed the mirror moved and now Nelson Mandela is a saint ANC has been running uh, South Africa f- for the past how many decades mm. and um, they called the Black Panthers a terrorist group mm. so another group that was standing alongside Palestine history might look differently on different things at certain point it's, ha- it's how you look you frame it how you look at it Some which angle are you coming at it from and that's how it might seem like a certain way. Okay, going Let's off this topic. Good news, going, no, well, quickly, just going off this topic though. Bad news. Do you do you do you think about stuff like that? In, in like you all got children. Do you think about in the years time what your children's gonna look at you and think about what you have done in certain situations in life? Like I don't know when they. I don't. I'm trying what, to think of something. Not else. external stuff. External, internal. I don't know. So, let's say internal no. stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I I I make I live my life, actually live my whole life, in service of my wife and children. So at some point, look at this panty dropper. 
at, at some point. I live my whole life in, in service. service. In fact, you're right. Should, of a woman. I should do it in, in my deep voice. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me turn up the bass on my voice. Let me do some clicking. I live my life in service of my wife and children. You sound like Nonso. The actor. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. Then we go back to my normal voice now. <laughs> yeah. So yes. So in that regards, yes. But if it, it not in terms of oh, daddy, did you? What were you doing when these people were protesting there? And these people, I tell them, shut up. <laughs> I was going to work. That's what I was doing. So you could get. So you could, so you could get the, 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 the food. But that, why don't you use that as an opportunity to explain how these things actually go? Because it's nice. It's nice for when somebody who's out of context with the time to come back and say, oh, what were you doing during that time period? But you actually lived during the time period and you understand the nuances of... No, uh, no, but I could go and protest for something, but that is not who... You, that are fine. I could I could put it a different way. Because that's not who your dad is. I, if you listen to the podcast, which I've been asking you to do, so you can hear where your dad's mind is at, I've always said, and bigged up and said, there needs to be those people that go to the front line there needs to be those people that take up arms. On the front. There uh, needs to be those people that protest. But your dad is not one of those people. There's yeah. different people in parts of a war. Yeah. You know, your dad you, is not one of them. People on the ground and there's people behind a computer. Do you get what I'm saying? And you can't swap either one of them for that same job. So you know, it's, it's different levels. You, you, different you need, you need all, yeah, you need all of the, all of the positions, all of the roles. Yeah. Listen, this not, if your heart is not in something, don't go and run yourself to do it because people are saying that you're this online, please. Hundred. Imagine I get arrested, lose my job because I was protesting for for something that no involved. And it's 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 it just it call it selfish. Yeah, of course it is selfish, and there's nothing call, wrong with call, in life sometimes to be selfish when it involves you potentially ruining your parts of your life. It's all for your children. There are so many things that if I didn't have parents, if I didn't have children, I would do. But I do. I got parents that I'm here looking after. Kind of, I'm sure they'll be looking at eh, you, you, <laughs> not enough. Yeah, and I got, I got at least, I got children that I'm looking after, and a wife I'm looking after. I have to look after them. That is my, those are my number one priorities for oh. for better or for worse. I'm glad that you didn't. Thank you. Tell, tell me you didn't open an OnlyFans without telling me you didn't open an OnlyFans. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Is there anyone in your life? Yeah, in I know Stav because we know obviously we're um, brothers. But is there any people in your life? Yeah, that are almost like like um, your parents like oh, no, I don't want to say adoptive ch- children but they look after your parents almost as good as you do as mm. as somebody that's not actually in your family that's somebody like your immediate siblings or whatever no 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 I think there's one or two in the church that um, do a lot for my mum mm. you get me but um, I'm not sure if they've kind of taken her as like an adopted mum in that sense, you know. Okay. So I'm not really like that. I mean, I got one of my, I, I had a couple people speak about my mum recently, and it just you know it just brings things in, into perspective. I'm very blessed, he said. You know what I mean? And he spoke about what my mum has done for him, and these are things that I didn't know, but I know that this is what she does. You know, he lost his mother. And he and my mum was very much there for him. And after the fact that she's constantly called him just to check up on him, and he felt that that's a big, big deal that he really appreciates that. And that's not one thing that maybe his blood aunties have done, mm-hmm. you know. And um, 
I see my mum doing a lot for other people. She's a G, I've got to be honest. And sometimes you need other people to remind you, you know, that you've got, um, a, you know, a special one there. So big up to the mama. Mm. Big up to my mama. But um, the answer is no. Okay. No. No. Mm-mm. Boy, I got, we got, I got, we got a couple of people in my family that I could say they look after my parents as good as we do in, in certain respects. Like one of my, uh, my mum's nephews, one of my uncles, he's like, as far as like, I always think to myself, like he's like a firstborn. <laughs> he, he always looks after my mum. He, without, without a shadow of a doubt, if he, he has time, he pops into the house, he checks on her, um, and my dad as well. Let me not make it my mum. Uh, you know, he, he, birthday, he's always there. He's always there. And I've got another auntie that we just saw today as well. Same thing. She's like, she calls my mum, like mum's like an adopted mum. And that, that as well. She goes to go and see them. She goes and checks on them. She goes and looks up. A lot more stuff sometimes than I would do myself. And I just feel like I'm very blessed to have those people around that they're taking the time out to go and do certain yeah, things for my parents. They come and do, they do my parents' gardening. Yeah. They come. Mm. So are you coming to garden? Oh, such and such from the uh, from the church or here yeah. and there. And it's been like. I tried to give them money that time. They was reluctant to take the money. I said, I've, take I've, the money. I've even seen this person. Yeah. I saw them one time. They was there. I said, take the money, man. They're like, no, it's too much. I said, just take the money. <laughs> Like threatening, threatening people. The boy, the you know, imagine if they done that to you, bruv. It's a woman. You, you've no. done something for them. You know? So take, take the money. I said take the money. And you be like, I ain't doing the damn money. No, I, was, I, was, I was with um I was on I was on holiday. That's why I wasn't on the pod last week. Uh, and my mum was with me. Still I was with, intros, my, with, with my friend. Hey, this story is in, man. Yeah, but we're going from story to story. Yo, to wow, you there. just decided right there that I don't want to hear anything Stan's got to say anymore. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm not talking about my mum, you know. That's disrespectful as well. I want to, I want to stop a man if you talk about your mommy, own mum, yeah? You hear that, Mr. Wolf? Yeah, mummy, you hear that? You hear what Mr. Nah, Wolf did? it wasn't like that. It, it was exactly like that. that. He said... But I'll be on my mom. I said, stop, stop talking about your mom. I didn't even know. I didn't suspect. We don't listening. care about your mom. We wanna, we, I want to talk about myself and my intro myself. <laughs> <laughs> mommy. I want to do my, my Yoruba proverb. Can you forget about your mom and do that, please? Mabi no mama. Shogba. Mabi no. Don't let them make it out of disrespectful. <laughs> <That's laughs> <what happened. laughs> you know, I'm going to slip, cut that bit and put it at the beginning. <laughs> Um, yeah. And she was saying how um, we, uh, I got to talking to somebody at the poolside. This man, he was a little bit older than me. He's forty-eight actually, and he had a tattoo of madness on his on his side. And I think he was impressed that I said, "Oh, you got a tattoo? Um, you got mad- madness. madness? Yeah, you okay. got madness tattoo." And because you know they've got a logo madness, for, for yeah, yeah. Madness, madness, the group. Yeah, they have a, they have a logo. Yeah, two two of their logos. There's a group called Madness. Yeah, and I think he was a bit impressed that this. This, this person this like black like, looking guy knows who <laughs> no because I'm young because I, I, I'm saying you are not old enough to do that he's like oh, my older brother was mad on madness and so I had to do it by default I said okay it would have been similar with me, my older brother maybe and something like Prince or something but no but I, I can just but anyways and we got to talking anyways throughout, the, throughout the, the holiday and he was started talking about his dad and blah 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 and, and it was one time the day we were leaving he came to sit with us to say goodbye and it was me my mum and him my son was there making a fuss in the in the corner, and it got real deep. He was talking about this and that, and his brothers and his estranged this, and how he deserved money, and and you know he had to struggle, blah 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 blah. But he was talking about his dad and how um, a few years ago was the first time he told his dad, "I love you," mm. and um, how 
it took his dad aback and it made his dad. Oh, 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 oh. No, we don't do that. Here. No, and yeah, it's a bit of a it's a it's a bit of a geezer. I'm don't do that, here, son. You know, the man, the man, the man's a carpenter. I like that's, you that's, as well, his, that's his trade. And um, he's saying that um, no, his dad lit up like it was a it was wonderful. He was talking about how we didn't grow up saying I love you in my house, but he started doing it with his brother, and um, his brother doesn't do it back. But he did it with his dad, and his dad started doing it back immediately. And he's like, I, I, my dad loved it. I could see that it made it, it changed you know our relationship changed at some point because it was just typical you know old school man business mm-hmm. right and um, I said you know I never thought of it because we spoke about it on the pod where I said you know our dad started saying I love you um, very late in our lives when I was in my late 30s or 40s I can't even remember and I said but I've, I've never said it to my dad because I didn't grow up saying it he didn't grow up saying it to me it just feels icky but my mum was there as I was saying this to him and I was saying I said, I've never said it to my dad. I've always thought of, um, you know, I love you in it, so I don't have to say it. And if you're saying it to me, I'm not telling you to stop saying it. I'm just like, whatever. But the now that you've just told me that when you told your dad, I love you, and as far as he was concerned, he said, like, his dad's eyes lit up and it, ch- and it changed his life. I was like, oh, maybe I should do it. And my mum was looking at me like, mm-hmm, yes, you should. Yes, you should. You should tell daddy that I love you. And I still don't know if I can do it. So I said, I told the man, I'll, I'll think about it. But daddy, if you're listening to the podcast, that your son loves you very, very much. Which one? The important one. <laughs> <laughs> um, like so yeah, so I just, just <laughs> yeah, so, but it was going back to what you're saying. My mum was talking to this dude as well saying, you know what, it's interesting. There's so many people that have lived in our home as she's sitting there on holiday, I guess having time just to sit there and think, dwell on things. I don't know why it came through her mind, but she was like, there's so many people that have come through our house and have lived with us when we first came to this country and stayed with us forever. So in terms of you saying that people are looking after mommy and daddy, maybe it's it's like a big circle of life thing, that this is what they did earlier on in life and now they're, they're old, people are coming back and looking after them. No, Well, yeah, what happens with, especially that generation that came over from another, like when you get a generation that come over from another company, uh, country, sorry, mm. and they represent a community, and a minority community in the country that they're in, you'll find that those minority community communities kind of stick together and, and gel. And they will gel over a great distance as well. So you've got connections between South London and North London, East London, West London, as far as the Caribbean communities are concerned, uh, the African community. So when, to when we're talking about when our parents came over, mm. they, um, they as, as a means of survival, they had to be a bit more coordinated themselves do you get what I mean so the idea of if you manage to get a place to stay and somebody from home comes yeah, over yeah, you let yeah. them come through your house mm. like there was that community where you would help them until they can we, do, we, do for themselves because there are so few of us because we have so many struggles because we are we, we have so many obstacles hundreds have to be together to, yeah. to, to overcome this. yeah whereas now we, you know people can we can do for self. Just like I said, I'm looking after me and mine and my family. Exactly. Whereas back then it's like, mm, it, would, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't we, make any sense. Yeah. 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 yeah so that's yeah. what, so, so the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying is because you've mentioned it and I've seen that same kind of thing, kind of like in my mum, um, obviously mum being Jamaican and that whole wind rush period, her mum's friends who are her aunties or what have you would have been some of those people that either come and stayed through the house or she's now looking after them when, they're older like that. Like, now, my mum gets a grass cut front and back, and I don't know who cuts the grass because it's not me. And it's just. You're a lazy son. She's just got some kind of system going where she's either cooking food for someone, 
or the, her grass is getting cut. Uh, someone's looking after the car. Like it's just they've got like a, a system mm. going, and then there's, yeah, there's about a system. Yeah, there's some older older Jamaican um, couple around there as well. She looks after them. She's always taking him to his um, his um, hospital appointments yeah. and all them kind of stuff. Like she's making sure that they're all right. The village. That's what I'm saying to you. So that but that generation had that. Us lot now. I know we're trying to do our best to to mimic it, but there isn't the the desperation of need. I'm giving a free job. Huh? I'm giving a fridge. <laughs> you say that, but um, even though I was saying this week when, my, when Dad was on holiday with my um, my mum, my dad was at home, and um, something happened. And uh, with my niece, my niece went to go and see them. Um, went to go and see my my dad. Apparently, she went to go and see him twice. So she went to go and help him go to the hospital. Mm. Yeah, I think she stayed there. Yeah, maybe she stayed there, and uh, and she stayed with him for a couple of days. I know she cooked food for him and mm. she made him cakes. We got a picture of my dad and my niece uh, with a cake, and my dad looks like he's the happiest I've ever seen him in life. <laughs> yeah, like, he was so happy. It's yeah. like. But um, he called me one time and I was speaking to him. I lied that was going on. He goes, oh, you know, your, your your niece just left here and her brother came and we stayed up and we were talking till four in the morning. Wow. And he was so happy. Yeah. And I know that he's also happy about um, he's, he, one of his other grandsons come, comes and takes him as well when they go to the hospital. He'll come and pick them up and take them to the hospital. Mm. So they've got this little thing going on with, with the grandchildren where they seem to be doing this type of stuff for their grandparent, which I think is really, really good. Mm. I never really, um obviously, I don't really know my grandparents, so I don't really have this same notion of doing it. I don't know how grandparents are with grandchildren yeah i've never seen it before but the way that they're behaving with them i I can see that it's it's really a really good thing to be close to your grandchildren yeah it's a it's an interesting because it's um a a different relationship dynamic isn't it so you've got your relationship with your parent then you have your relationship with your parent when you make them a grandparent and then you have your relationship if you're lucky with your grandparent who's your parent's parent mm. and then if you're even luckier you might have met your great grandparent as well so what you you what you get to see is different levels of of that nurturing relationship and you have to be a different character for each one of those levels mm. do you well, get what I mean well they are great grandparents as well but they don't really get called great grandparents because unfortunately the grandparent is, de- is dead so they just call them grandparent so I think they just see them as the grandparents, not really the great great grandparents. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. But um, not great great. So great grandparents or whatever. Mm. But it, it's nice to see. It's just nice to see the the generations still taking part with each other and 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 having that that bond with it's each an other. A, it's an important relationship between um, grandchild and pa- and grandparent you, and great grandchild. When you when you became parents, all of you did you did you then value your parents more? Um, I didn't value them more. But um, context, a lot of context came into being. Okay. So you, I understood certain things that happened in the past better. Yeah. And yeah, I understood. Right. Yeah. I, I understand a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I understood a bit more. And it's mad because it's not that I couldn't see it from the outside. Exactly. You just it's, just underst- a, it's just there are some things. A different dimension was filled it's, in for it's you. Just, yeah. It's just, yeah. Imagine that you, you're sketching a, a, a picture with just, you shade it in with pencil and then just a little bit of color. That's it. The picture made sense beforehand, but now it's just there's a bit of color in it now. So I get the um, it hurts me more than it hurts you. Yeah, I, I always understood. Well, I didn't always understood it. I understood it once I became an adult, but once I became a parent, I understand it on a just a, just a different level because it, it it's not a figurative thing. You sound like it's a, literal. You sound like a. Um, I don't want to do this. What's the dog from Family Guy's name again? Uh, I don't know, but Brian. why? That's not like him. Brian. Brian. Is that like Brian? Do you have a child? Do you have a child? Oh, you won't child. understand what's going on here. No, it's like, for, all right, for instance, if I'm telling my daughter, uh, I want to go out 
and take my daughter to the cinema and enjoy the day, go to and get something to eat and go and do this. But she gets in trouble and then I have to uh, put her on punishment and we're not going to cinema. Mm. That hurts me more than it hurts you. I was so much looking forward to doing this and now I'm not, I can't do it. And you're there soaking. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But this upset me. This is, this, so you get me? It hurts me. I know mm. you're thinking of is you bastard, you bastard dad, you're telling me I can't, go, you know, mm. you hyped me up and now you're telling me I have to sit down and oh, do homework. this year, hype, hype this year. One of the things that got put into context for me was, um, you know, wait till you get older. Yeah? The term? Yeah, the term, uh, wait till you get older. And you'll understand, okay. And yeah. then you'll understand, yeah? When I became a parent, that got filled in more colour as well. Because I got, I got what it meant. But it's also now I'm trying to tell my our child what you know. Wait till you get older, kind of thing, or you you won't. You, that when you hear them say "wait till you get older," you realize it's because no one really has figured out the words to make you understand what you need to understand. Mm. That's the best that they can give you. It's like what, speaking in a different language. Yeah, it's like to English. Yeah, it's like what, you have to wait to get older. I can't explain it to you. You have to live it. And because this is not something that's very verbal, there's a lot of feeling, there's a lot of emotion and there's a lot of experience that has to go into it. I can't put that into words. So wait till you get older. Mm. Mr. Wolf, you're going to say something? Um, I think I was going to touch on just the relationship with my kids and their grandma, really. And, um, and their grandparents. That they are, that I always try to remind them how fortunate they are to have their grandparents there. Um, and I don't think that they quite get it yet, even though my son is um, nearly 20 years old. Um, I think that they love them dearly. And, you know, that, you know, I love the fact that they, that my son especially checks up on them more now than he has in the past. Okay, that's good. You know, just a phone call here and there just to say hi and blah, blah, blah. You know, he, he called me the other day. And I was like, what's up? And he said, nothing, Dad. I'm like, hmm? What do you want? <laughs> yeah, like, he's, no, I'm just funny to say hello. I was like, well, God, God, God damn fuck, God. What? You don't want money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, what, there's but, nothing wrong. But why was it? Why was you so thrown by that? Because he's never, ever done that before. Yeah. So well, what, what every, every, like, one, he's of age and he's not calling me anyway. Like, we've got a very good relationship, but there's no, I'm just reaching out to my dad to say hi or just checking up. Yeah, now, that's what that. I would do. So I would always um, see how he's getting on because he's kind of living his own life now and he doesn't need me to babysit him or yeah. help him make decisions. He's just making a decision. He may come to me for advice every now and then. He does um, need you to help him make decisions. Yeah. Uh, you know, but in terms of him just every day to, day to day doing day. his thing, you allow them to do it. You loosen the reins. And um, if they make mistakes, you're there to help them well, so he's recover. Animal. Let me ask you a question, wow. right? Sorry, and I don't mean no any, any disrespect right, with this question, but it just came to my mind as you were talking. He's 20 now, yeah? No, not yet, soon. Soon. Do you still feel like you've got the reins? Um, why would that be a disrespectful question? Because if you are in the camp where you feel like you have got the reins and then I'm questioning whether or not you even have got the reins. So I'm I'm asking, do you feel like you've, you've got the reins and you still like, do you feel like there's still need for reins? Um, no, nah, I mean, I think I'm blessed, you know, me and his mum brought up a couple of two decent kids. They're not troublesome in any sense of the imagination. When you look at their peers and the ones around them, sometimes you see some, you see a madness, you know, in the area that they live in. 
Um, I think in terms of Reigns, I think I still have quite a heavy influence over him. Mm. Um, if he's going left and I feel like he should be going right, I could make an executive decision and say, listen, you're going that way. But yeah, do you, you me. Do, do, can you project or predict the point where you're, you won't have that influence anymore? Or do you feel like that's going to be something that stays with that mm. relationship forever? I think that um, I think I'll always have an influence. When are, when are you in ready terms, to let him go? In, in terms of a big influence, he, I've I've let him go. So like when you compare me and and his mother, um, I think she finds it a little bit harder because you know um, I think it's innate in them. But in terms of me letting him go, I've done that a long time ago. Letting him travel longer distances on his own and just when you need me, give me a call. Whereas maybe his mother wouldn't have wanted to do that. So um, when it comes to decisions that he makes, and he's made some important ones, um, he's he's made them. He's made them without me. Um, some that I wouldn't agree with, and others that I said, listen, next time, come back and have a chat with me before you make such a big decision. But he's 19, going on 20 now. I've got to let him just do his thing. So are you confident, like, now, if you were... God forbid, bad thing, but if you were out of his life now, would you be confident that he can go off into the world and, and be a, 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 a prosperous yeah, um, yeah. human being that's, you know, giving, contributing to a the A couple of weeks ago about him being in, in the barbershop. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned something. Yeah, so um, he went because he moved away from London to um, do his first year of university he's consequently come back into London now but um, obviously he's not now going to the barber as often as he was so he books himself a session or a, a trim with his barber and his barber told me he said yeah you know um, Junior Wolf came in he came in a few a few weeks ago and I said oh that's good you know and he said boy we had a good chat a deep conversation I was so proud of the way that he was talking how he sees the future and what he's doing at the moment I was really proud of him and he was just talking about the conversation to the other uh, to the other barbers and I was just sitting there thinking wow you know I love the sound of that because although we're close we don't talk like that yeah do you get what I mean yeah and and the fact that he can be out on his own uh, with the ability to talk with such decorum they were really talking up how he was talking, how clear and concise and focused he was on the on his future. And I was like, yeah, I'm feeling it. And I think that's um, to do with um, his upbringing, me, his mum and the other family members around him. So I'm pretty confident, very confident, in fact. Mm. That's nice. That's nice. Yes, sir. Sorry, I got into one there. No, I had a little uh, father-son interview thing there. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. good. I say all of that to say this. It started off me talking about... Um, one idea I was going to bring to the pod and the idea that I actually did bring to the pod is that <laughs> I realised that I listen to podcasts all day every day and every week there's always something in the podcast that I'm thinking I, I should bring this to the table so I'm actually going to start doing that I'm going to be starring these episodes clipping the bit that I want and I'm going to start playing them on the pod starting this week so there you go okay. let's start with the intros <laughs> that was a half an hour wait of saying that, that one tiny little thing longer than that yo it's supposed to be an hour and a bit. Hour and a half, nearly. Oh, God wow. Damn. 
podcast done. Nearly. Might as well do the outros. Might as well do the outros. Might as well do the outros. Might as well go watch the boxing with them, man. Aye. Because we ain't got no topics. Um, well, I've got the, that, that figure I just mentioned. I'm going oh. to be doing. Um, I am your gracious host, Stavros Boss. Get down! And you can catch me at Stavros Boss on all the socials. Unfortunately, in the room, if you haven't already recognized, realized, or if you're new to the game, there are five of us, and so one of us isn't here. And he goes by the name of DJ Webslinger. Spider-Sense And as we... Every week we shout him out. Salute. 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 To my right, we have the right honourable gentleman. And he goes by the name of Simple Simon. If we were to rendezvous this very night, how do you think it would go? Do you think that I would be able to provide for you all that it is that you want. I can tell you now for sure that that is what would happen. Gaza. Mm-hmm. That was a short excerpt from a poem from the Right Honourable General Degree. In its original rendition, it goes a little something like this. Hello. Hi, Degree. Oh, where else are Tonight. That one there was general degree and that track is entitled When I Hold You Tonight. 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 It's one of my favourite words, you know. Guys, I always say forever alliance on the foundation. Boom, bang, bang, bang. Probably you never heard of we. Gaza miss you forever. Forever. To my left, we have the general. Miss Wolf. What's going on, people? What's going on? Switching channels uh, just yesterday, and I got the um, back end of my favorite film, or one of my favorite films of all time, and that was Pulp Fiction. And it just so happened to be the scene with Mr. Wolf himself. And um, a fantastic scene that is. You know, when he comes in to help his... Um, when he comes in hired by Marcellus Wallace to go and sort out the mess that Jules kind of left. And what's my man's name? Forget his name where they shot the man in the mm-hmm. back of the head, mm-hmm. in the back of the car. Brilliant film. If you ain't seen it, go watch it, man. Fantastic film. But anyway, what's going on, people? What's going on? Mm-hmm. You can catch me on Instagram on aka Mr. Wolf on Twitter on aka underscore Mr. Wolf. Tell them. I have got something different again this week. Not a Yoruba proverb, but I've got Blessing Coyote. She is someone that I've mentioned on this podcast before. She's a woman who 
teaches Yoruba. She started a few YouTube videos and it's become very popular. I think she's got something like uh, about 63,000 um, subscribers on YouTube. And, you know, there is this yearning to learn um, the mother tongue um, back home. And she has been an advocate an advocate for that and she's done a fantastic job. She's influenced many people in trying to learn the language. Um, she's even done a couple of trips back home, excursions, tourism, these things. And, you know, I think she's doing amazing things. Young girl, man, I don't even think she's up to 30 yet, but she's doing big things. But anyway. Whipping excursion. Yeah, man. She's got, uh, she does little short videos on YouTube and this is one of them. At the beginning, she's basically saying good af- good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. And then she goes into her point. So um, listen to what Blessing is saying. In other words, a child... Your child can't be so bad that you chase him away for a tiger to eat. What are they trying to say? No matter how bad your child is, they're still your child and you're still never going to want them to get into danger or you're still never going to want anything bad to happen to them. So even if you're like, ah, this child, if they say, okay, let the police take your child and go and sentence him to life imprisonment, you're going to be like, ah, okay, you will still ask for your child back so can i say something can you say something yeah of course if my wife wife spoke yoruba i don't have more than two children <laughs> continue <laughs> continue yeah I mean, there was there was a clip that i posted um a couple of weeks ago and it was of a I think maybe a London born or a lady born uh, raised maybe in the UK and she was talking uh, she was speaking Yoruba and English kind of intertwining the two and I think that um, the message that she was delivering was lost because the guys just got a little bit fascinated including myself just by uh, talking Yoruba it was sexy I find it a very sexy language when the ladies are speaking it personally and I think that um, that feeling is echoed by a few other men when you speak it a certain way Mm. with a a source with a source and confidence with a a source Mm -hmm. yeah so so you can catch her on um, uh, go to Blessing Coyote on YouTube or Yoruba lessons, uh, Yoruba underscore lessons on Instagram. Boom, boom, boom. All right. I'm going to play this clip. We're going to discuss it. Oh, wow. Do it. I'm yeah, we don't care about you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. In front of Might me. Might even shout out the battle Hey, black. <laughs> Unity. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. That is, a, that is, a, that is a good shot. Okay, I'm very sorry. What did the You're five fingers say to the face? <laughs> Smack. <laughs> and you told me that I'm not paying attention, eh? I'm sorry. It was good enough to do that, though. It's to do with this. But yes. Um, sorry. I left uh, a very important member of the group out. Very important. It's actually my brother. It's your brother. It's our brother. A big wahala on Insta, a big wahala on Twitter, a big wahala on Fresh. Those good people. Mm-hmm. This 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 Francis and Garnu and Tyson Fury fight is actually taking place as we are 
podcasting. Yes. So we have got it in the background. We're not distracted, you know. I think Stavos has alluded to the fact that we might be, but we're not. He likes to moan about everything. But the fact... They, <laughs> making a no, statement is not moaning. No but, you, no, but you see what these people are doing in Saudi Arabia. I, you, For those that know Mr. Wolf and listen, they know that I love my boxing. You know, I really do enjoy a good bout. Um, I see this as a bit of a circus, hence the reason why I'm podcasting and watching it in the background. I don't really care about it. Um, I like Francis Ngannou's story, where he's come from literally rags to riches, made in the UFC where they don't pay people that well. He is and was the best heavyweight at the time. Obviously, um, John Jones has come back, but um, he's now going to get paid some serious money. Is this the one that The Rock gave him a house or something? No. No, okay. no. So he's now getting very well paid and this fight is just going to help him and, and his future and his children and his generations uh, to come. So it's all good on that front. But these Saudi Arabians, they now have to put on a show, man. It's like, when you when I tell you with a capital E, V, everybody is in this place, brother. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Do you know what I mean? I mean, obviously Ronaldo, um, Tyson, you've got actors there. Everyone's there, man. You know. Tyson Fury, I saw a clip of him. He was saying that... Um, Mike Tyson, I mean. I, I'm talking about Tyson Fury. Fury. He's saying, when I'm in the UK, they don't do nothing for me. It's like, uh, I have to queue two hours in, 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 in immigration <laughs> like everyone else. He's like, hey, they treat me like a king. They look after you. They don't have to look after you. They, they, I love it. I love yeah, it. He loves it. I mean, that's what they're looking to do. And everybody, this anybody, and I think this is all part of the package of what they do. It And some people call it sports washing and things like that. But at the end of the day, man, these people, I mean, I was just, look, Usman is next to him. I, I was just, Anna, Anna Desanya, I was looking at it and I was thinking there's there's music, there's a mini concert before yeah, I was thinking, it. I was thinking, what's, I mean, what's, what's going on, bruv? Yes. Listen, these people. Are, <laughs> did you ever hear? Did you ever hear about the little Wayne story about? Is it Saudi Arabia or Dubai? I can't remember which one it is. One of the two. Yeah. Where he's, he went there, and I think they called him immigration or something, something yeah. like that. And he must have said, oh, "I've got hold of him immigration." Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. told him what color, and he said, "What? What do you mean?" He goes, "What color?" And he must have said something like red. And then the next day, he woke up. There was a red and a black Ferrari outside of his house. Wow, as an apology. That's how their man are moving blood. So. Yeah, but yes. all, that's all money. Tyson Fury is gonna money, be. Get, yeah, gonna so be, sometimes it's not about money. Sometimes. Yeah, well, Tyson Fury, this one's about money, isn't it? He's a gypsy king. What's money? So it's all about the money, man. If you got, yeah, because then it's nothing to you, innit? I've got so much money. If that's what you need to for me to say sorry, then just take it. Sometimes it's, it's somebody might not need the money. It might be I need something else. You need to do something else for me. It's not just about money. If, if that makes something sense, else I don't know. As in, as in, it's like this is nothing to you. If somebody says, oh. Um, Mr. Wolf dropped me 5p to, to help me out you're 5p and then someone says you know what actually come to my house and help me lift lift my sofa when when you want to sit there and watch a, a boxing match that you actually want to watch or Liverpool you're like no I ain't coming it's like it's, but that 5p is nothing to you and that's what that's what this all is it's nothing to you it's just money to do something when it's um, inconvenient for you. Mm, that money the money's not inconvenient for them so for us Grant, that don't have the money, it's like it's a big deal. It's oh my god, this goes up money! Yeah, you're doing this. You're 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 paying all these people to come in. You're the glitz, the glamour, the show, the performances. To him, it's, is that, it's nothing yeah. to them. It's yeah. nothing to them. But yeah, because one day to you're gonna need to do something that's actually gonna it's it's gonna make a difference to you. It's like oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, I don't like that. You know. But anyways, could this idiot Tommy Fury in the back then? <laughs> Benny. <laughs> right. Let um, me play this. Okay. I don't know. 
obviously not 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 that. Oh. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Don't say let me play something. No, I, you're I, ready forget, for me to... I forget that this thing has got adverts in it. Flip here, neck, brother. Why is Lewis Lewis acting like security? Hey, Snoop. Lennox Lewis. Lewis. That was Lewis Lewis, yeah? He cut his head off now. Yeah, Lennox. Yeah, so there's just a whole heap of celebrities in it. Man that, did say it? EV everyone. Yeah. I, just saw, I think I just saw my, uh, uh, Bruno there as well. Everybody's got a prize. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna pay. That's the million dollar man. Always gets his way. way. <laughs> the fake laughs you have to do with WWE. You know he's a preacher now, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. That makes sense. Clef Big Ro- tune, brother. Clefro Dollar. Clefro Dollar, boy. Get this there. money. You put this up here. All right. Guys, if you do me the honor and listen to the, this, is from the Jason and OC podcast. It's an NFL podcast from the UK. Uh, Jason Bell and OC is the Nigerian ex NFL player who's two time yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl winner. The one that I said I had a almost had a man crush on kind of thing. Why then? Um, I said if I was if I was if I if I was gonna pause. If I'm going to idolise... Remember what I said about before? No, but don't worry. I don't want to care. I I don't care. Like, if I was to to look up to somebody, like, if I was going to be, like, say, this is the person I'd draw and be, be, it'd be this OC person. But then he started doing some stuff that... Yeah, he started to think weird. No, just a little But he's come off a lot of that now. But anyways, this is something he said recently on his podcast. In coverage. Where it's like, it's on you. Mm -hmm. And you got nothing, you know, and that's being uncomfortable. Yeah, I get it. Speaking of uncomfortable. Tell me. I wanted to talk about one more thing before, before we go. Please. I, know we probably run out of time. I mean, yeah, but I love these. So, and this isn't new information, uh-huh. but recently I saw the basketball player, um, Joel Embiid. So Joel is from Cameroon. Okay. Right? I think he he started... He started playing like 14 or something. He's in Cameroon his whole time. 15, he started playing, right? Wow, that late. Yeah, 15. But obviously, seven foot tall, you know, so. Did the NBA program, the big man program they have in Africa, is that how they found him? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, NBA Africa program. Shout so, out to NFL Africa. I'll yeah. see you, Manure. And so recently, um, there was some discussion of who he's going to play his um, national team. Right. Basketball. Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ended up playing for Team America. Okay. USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Austin. And so I looked at that, and then people are coming at his neck and all that good stuff. They're attacking him over. Of course. We're playing okay. for USA. Like, why don't you play for Cameroon? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like a big, it's a big thing. And so it, I started to think to myself. Before you go, what was his response? Did he say anything? I haven't heard him say okay. anything. Yeah, but he's playing for Team USA, the Olympic team. Best team in the world, right? He's playing for them, right? Picking a winner. Uh, 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 uh. Which, okay, cool. I That's what it. he's doing. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so he's playing for Team yeah, USA. Yeah, 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 I'm following. So I started to think to myself, okay, in that situation, mm-hmm. what would I do, right? Ooh, Ooh put yourself on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what would I do? Well, obviously, um, I was born in, in the UK. Uh-huh. I was here for the first seven years. Went to Nigeria. My parents are Nigerian. Uh-huh. And, you know, I went to America, mm-hmm. right? I went to America at 15. 14, 15. Yeah, 15, 14 15 years yeah. old. 
And so here's a couple of things that I have to say first. First of all, love the UK, right? Mm -hmm. Great country. You're here. Incredible. Love it. The United States of America has given me everything, right? Mm -hmm. You always have said that. Everything. Everything that I have came from the opportunities given to me by the United States of America. So those are two countries that I absolutely love. Matter of fact, if somebody attacked, a country came and attacked the UK or attacked America, I'm taking up arms, right? Like, mm-hmm. I've lost my, my you guys my, have done this for me. I'm already done with this conversation. Okay, we're not, me, we're, we're going to, <laughs> you yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not just going to go, no, 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 yeah. no, no. I think no, he's doing no, OTT no. there. Now, but. you talk about Nigeria. Nigeria has done nothing. Right? I'm talking about absolutely zero for me. Nigeria has done zero. So if I have to pick Mm -hmm. to play for a national team between the U.S., the U.K., or Nigeria, the country that has done nothing for me, I'm picking Nigeria every time. <laughs> I knew you were going there. I knew you were. You were not just. Every I know you do. single time, J Bell. Nigeria is like my drunk father <laughs> who I just love. You know the drunkard? Your father that's a drunkard. He comes home. My drunk three, he comes, father. He's, he's celebrating your birthday three days after the fact. He has a lollipop, a half-eaten lollipop. He's like, here you go, son. Here's your and birthday present. And you just love him. That is Nigeria for me. There's no, there's not even a, what do you mean by your plane for USA? What are you talking about? I don't understand that mentality. All I can see is a half-eaten lollipop. Bro, bro. Bro, guys, guys, what about it? I don't know. I just want to probably just discuss it. MB, they, they said that they actually sought out for him to, to be in the US team because of the fact that the US team has been losing quite often. They lost in the world championships, um, and I don't think they won the last Olympics either. So now, because of what's happened with people, especially with that comment where they're saying that you can't be called world champions until you're actually world champions. I don't know if you know about LeBron having this call saying that he's going to go to play in the Olympics or whatever. Well, he has, and now he's saying that he's basically all of the man them now saying, yeah, okay, we're going to go and play the Olympics. All of the good, decent players in the NBA that are American are all going to go and play for the Olympic team. Okay. And I think the one space that they needed was wherever Joy and be wherever place he plays in is he's probably the best person to get in that particular position. I have no so idea he, who this dude so is. You, um, he's, I forgot what, I forgot what team he plays for, but he's one of the most important players in whatever team he is mm. that he plays for. And, um, yeah, so they went to go and get him. Like, when the American is like, well, why not? So then he joined the American team. So, yeah. yeah. The Americans did win it, by the way. Just double checks. I'm sure. Win what? The Basketball Olympics. Last one? Uh, the, the last Olympics. Sorry, they, looked, well, they lost the World Cup then. They lost the World Championship. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Yeah, I mean, um, um, yeah, I'm in a football group and we have this similar discussion often. So much to the point that people are not pleased that we talk about it. So, so often, so yeah. often, yeah. Do, do you get what I mean? And there's a couple of um, 
real pro black guys in there that throw shade on anybody that chooses anything other than uh, their A home uh, nation. Their home nation without placing context. Mm-hmm. They they just don't care. You know, they they call Bukayo Saka a sellout and all these kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the hardliners. Yeah, hardliners. And for me, there's context there. You know, if you're born and brought up in this country and your parents, you know, and your grandparents and the people around you haven't given you um, a good view of your background and even taking you home. I think taking children back home, excuse me, is fundamental even if they go just once, but if they go often, it's really, really important because that's where they get that sense of being home, you know? And there's a lot of these football players who have never been. I think Saka just recently went to Nigeria for the first time and he was 20 years old. Um, so the idea of him choose, yeah, just recently, it was his first visit. I know he's been there a couple of times. So I've done Since. Okay. So... Um, the idea of him choosing Nigeria when Nigeria in a bit of a mess anyway, with reference to their sports, is not really going to happen, is it? You know, I, I would love him to choose Nigeria and I would love it to be, for it not to be such an easy decision for these uh, people from uh, African and Caribbean um, background to make, I'm just going to play for England. It would be nice if it was... Um, a harder decision for them to make. Why is it an easy know? decision? It shouldn't be easy. It should Sorry? be easy to play for the other team. No, I mean, if the other team is such disarray, why would you want to play it's, for It's them? a very easy you're, decision. That's your team. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a very easy decision for for Saka, for example, to pick England. And I'm, and I'm saying you that know I... It was. He might have been. He might have had to sleep on it. Okay, I don't think it's a matter of identity. You're talking about, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, for a lot of them, for a few people, I know it was very easy. I don't know about him. I don't know anybody connected to him or anything. But um, someone like Victor Moses, for example, was born back home, raised up until he was about eleven or twelve, and he came over here. He even played for the England youth system and things like that but when it came to playing for the nation he said playing for Nigeria I can't play for this country and I love the fact that he would Wilf, have gone to England he knew sorry he would have gone to England anyway he wouldn't have nope. no he was on the cusp of being picked for England so similar to Wilf Zaha Zaha got picked and he played a game for England and he was in that kind of form where he would have got picked again for a competitive game. So I'm not saying that Victor Moses was this great player that would have got games, but he would have got a game that would have eliminated him from playing for any other nation. So what they say is that if you play a friendly game for England or for any team, you can still play for another nation so far as it's not a competitive but he game. played for the under 21s didn't he who's or, that uh, Victor Moses yeah so that's not that's that's not considered competitive so um, it's it's just it's just the way that it is I would I've brought up my kids to make them have an understanding of where they're from and their background and he, like my son plays football he plays a lot of football at a very decent level now and even he has said now at his age that I would love to play for Nigeria and why is he saying that? You know, I think that's based on the fact that he's been back home. I think it's based on a few factors. My influence on him, my feelings on the England team as well, you know. Um, but who's to say that things might be different if he was in that 
kind of setup as well. He said 19, isn't it? He's 19. He's now old enough to come and play with the uncles. So when you're ready, yeah, you tell him to come on a Sunday or a Tuesday, you know, to come and play with the uncles. What time on a Tuesday? Tuesday is at 8 o'clock. 8 p.m. Yeah. Where? It's like in that. Fell up. Yeah, that's. Very far. That's like. Essex size. Near Can we be up where we're going to be on the Tuesday at 8 o'clock? It's Come near, on me. It's near Ipswich above. You know what I'm saying? It's close to Ipswich. But no, I'll send him down there. You know what I mean? You can see what he's, you can see what he's working with. But um, with reference to the, the NBA guy, what's his name again? Oh, Joel Embiid. Your guy, the guy that you fancy. Oh, that's and, NFL. And NFL. I didn't say I fancied him. <laughs> I know, bro. You called him your man crush. <laughs> yeah. Pause. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was telling my wife. OC. OC, yeah. Um, that's exactly how I feel. So in terms of who I would choose. Mm. So I was born and raised here. You know, the idea of if I got into a position where I could play a sport or represent a country, I would not want to represent this place. You know, I, I told my daughter yesterday that um, I see myself and we should see ourselves as Nigerians born here in the UK. That's what we are. Mm. You know, and yes, we've got the passports, you know, but we've got the British passport, we have it. Um, but I see myself as a Nigerian. And I think that we was away in Cuba. And I think Big Wahala was the one that kind of pointed it out. That when people ask where we're from, we say, yeah, we're English or we're British. And then he said, nah, you know, I'm Nigerian. You know, and when you're away, you tend to... No, when I'm in Turkey... I'm, London, I'm from London mate. you're from London because mate. they keep asking me no no where are you from where are you from I'm from London mate. I'm yeah. from London mate. Yeah. leave me alone <laughs> oh what differently mate uh, I, got, I don't want to leave me alone man leave me alone you should tell them you're from Green Lanes they'll, they'll know that where you from Green Lanes oh, oh my brother <laughs> pure Russians yeah. there man that, that same dude I'm talking about with the tattoo actually the man's tattoo he said that when they went to Egypt apparently they're banning the um, the Russians because they're so racist yeah they don't like Russians in, uh, as much in Egypt they, that's why when we was there right, the other time they were saying no we're Literally so glad banned, that the British are coming back because you're not around anymore because we're all going to Dubai innit? they're like who's deaf and they're like the Russians and they're not a fan of the Russians so much the Russians are a bit drunkards mm. yeah Eastern Europeans love their drink bruv yeah, man, big up to the OC guy for saying that. I mean, you know, he kind of led it to a place where it was kind of inevitable what he was going to say. Mm. Quite, no, if you listen to the podcast, you don't know, actually. Well, just that thing. segment, I knew how, what he was going to end with, you know, from, from yeah, when he started. He's going so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I kind of like the analogy, though. Mm. About the, the dad. The drug dad, yeah. He, yeah, because he, he continued it on. He said that... Um, he said the UK or America is that stepdad that gives you a Bentley for your birthday and you still want the, the but you still the dad that has nothing he said no the dad that gave you the half eaten lollipop three days later <laughs> <laughs> and you still that's what you care about most daddy it's weird I was talking to someone just, just recently and their dad wasn't there for them you know as much as they would have liked you know a, a lady and and she talks about how he recently reached out and how they've got a better relationship now but um, she just talks about how much she loves her dad you know he wasn't there for me but I don't know what it is I just love my dad that's an innate thing isn't yeah, it yeah so I've been speaking to people recently where their dads were not around and you can see you could actually see the hole that is left mm-hmm. it's mad mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, so people out there 
Look after your kids, you, you, mm-hmm. you, you man. All right, let's do this Ahmad Arsenal and get out. Ahmad Hanusi. How's the boxing going so far? Yeah. Uh, he's fine, all right, actually, Francis. How, how many rounds gone? One round. Okay. All right, let's go. All right, Ahmad Arsenal for being, and for once, I, t- I took a picture because, yes, I went to the to the page and it was gone. Apparently, because it's about <laughs> a relationship, that's not part of the Ahmad Arsenal rules, so they deleted it. But I screenshotted it this time. I'm learning from, oh, my, yeah. from my mistakes. Ooh. Ahmad Arsenal for being upset with how ooh, ooh. my wife spends her allowance. When my 32, uh, so, okay, I'm 32 and my wife's 32, all right. So when my wife and I got together seven years ago, we both made a similar amount of money. Our arrangement was to put most of our money into a joint account for all bills and shared expenses and keep a small amount in a personal account for fun money. Shortly after we were married four years ago, she had a mental health crisis and stopped working. While we had to cut significantly from our normal spending, I decided it was a good idea to keep allocating a nominal amount to our personal accounts. There were some difficult austerity decisions that had to be made but i was happy to come through for her in a crisis over the next few years while my wife recovered but did not return to work my career went well and i now make a bit more money than we used to jointly and i fund our personal accounts proportionally but with hers at two times mine in hopes that it will get her out of the house during the work week we were both very happy when we found out she was pregnant last year and I have, in brackets mostly, come to terms with the reality that our marriage will unexpectedly have brutally traditional gender roles for at least a decade. Since the baby was born, I have noticed that she is spending significantly more from the joint account on stuff that usually comes from our personal accounts. Starbucks, Sephora, Alamo, creator subscriptions etc then last week she got an expensive tattoo using her personal account and even bragged about how she saved up for it i understand that post baby tattoo may feel like a way of reclaiming her body a bit but this was a very extravagant one while she has good taste and i like her tattoos i'm feeling like she's embezzling uh, from the joint account uh, to pay for luxuries whilst I am still largely living with our austerity budget. The money isn't Auster- the difference between having or skipping groceries, meds, mortgage, etc. But it is the difference between me getting a double protein on my Chipotle or taking an Uber to work when it snows versus riding the bike. I feel like the majority of my personal account pays for her birthday, Christmas, Valentine's Day, anniversary presents, and that maybe she has gotten a little too comfortable being a daily Starbucks mum. So, am I just being a salty bitch who resents my role in the household? Am I taking it out on her unfairly? Or is this worth bringing up? We have a strong relationship and are enjoying being new parents. But since she stopped working, money has always been an extremely uncomfortable topic. So guys, I just want to know, am I the asshole? You personally. <sighs> it seems like, and I don't know if I've got this right, but it seems like he's gone from 
a situation where they were 50-50 to now where he's in the situation where he's the main breadwinner and it's a bit of a culture shock for him. That's exactly what it is. He wanted her to be he wants her to be humble with the money. He's giving her money and expecting her to do do what he thinks is right with the money. Not basically he's giving her money not to her to do what she wants with it, Slow to do what she's what she be thinks. Humble. What he thinks she should do with it, basically. Yeah. You know my but thing is, that, sorry, that comes from not having experienced it before. Like for me, in my brain, I'm listening to it and I'm thinking, yeah, but she's a woman, she's gonna do that. That's exactly what she's gonna do. Yeah, and if you and and if you have a problem with it, that's I don't understand why people can't just sit down and have a conversation, man. Like if 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 there is something that you have a problem with, go speak to your woman and tell them. And sometimes um, you might need a minute, or if you're uh, feeling a little aggrieved, you're angry or whatever, then just take time. You know, let the anger die down and have a single conversation about how you feel about what she's um, doing with the money. I think he did say that uh, the money topic has come up and it's been a problem, right? I think he may have touched on that. But cool. You need to keep talking about it until it doesn't become a problem anymore. Yeah, I mean, you can communicate your way out of this, but I just feel like he's out of his depth in the sense where he's not experienced this before. Which bit? You said you expect a woman to do that. What? Like... He's given her a certain amount of money and he wants to now dictate what she spends the money on. When has that ever been a thing? When you give somebody something, they can do what they want with it, innit? <laughs> it's true though, innit? You can tell somebody... You can tell them to be more responsible, yes, but... Please don't get a male prostitute with this money. Yeah, but I think that's... You're very extremist. Yeah, but you're still asking. The other person doesn't have to do what you're saying. You can tell somebody they're not allowed, regardless of whether they do it or not. You can still give people instructions. Don't spend this on on X, Y, Z, whatever it is. There you go. Yeah, and because you've given them money, and it's now their money, now it becomes their property. They can do what they want with. You know what? There's a there's a bit from the wire where one person is robbing another person. And he's, he he says, um, you know, he's trying to take all the money off the table. He's like, give, give me all the money. And the person said, that's my money. And he says, money doesn't have any owners, just spenders. Yeah. And when you say it's my money now, that that's what came to my mind. It's, you know, you've given me the money, it's my money. And I could I could use that line. Money doesn't have any owners, just spenders. So then that means you, you didn't give it to them either then? Because in order for you to give somebody something, you have to own it, don't you? Not necessarily. You can give anything. I can take your coat off you and give it to somebody else now. You don't have to own something to give it to somebody. The act of giving it to them. But possession is nine-tenths of the law. I'm just saying, I don't like, I'm, all this idea of if I give you the money, it's yours, and therefore I have no claim over it. I just, I, I, I get it, don't get me wrong, but I just don't, I just, I've, I've never liked that. Because then if, you're, if you, yourself, are giving money to your child, you might give her money, give her that money with some stipulations, with some rules, which I think a sensible parent might do. It's not about, oh, the minute I give it to you, you could do what you want with it. It's not, this is not real life, man. So I know it's not nice. That I, I'm using a child because it's easier to say that than to, than to say with a partner because some people be like, well, who are you to say what you can and can't do with, with a partner? I get it. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, they might, the money might come with some stipulations. 
sensible ones, which I can't be bothered to even think of right now. But the point here is, and my point ultimately is, even if the money comes with stipulations, once it's in somebody else's custodianship, what they actually do with it and what you've asked for can always be two different things. Of course. So with that being said, if someone does something opposite to what you've asked for, you just got to take it on the chin. In in this case, he hasn't. It doesn't seem like he's asked her for anything. It's it's that we both <laughs> used to split the money fifty fifty, and yeah. now you're you're going now. Now your, I earn more yeah. than, more than whatever that was before, mm. but and you are not earning. I told her, I told her. in the beginning because you had a medical problem. Now because we have a child and you're doing the traditional uh, stay at home uh, raising our child thing, but I'm putting doing all this work, putting in all this money. He seems to be making a sacrifice that she is not making. And he's like, it's it's not fair. It's basically in his eyes, it's not fair. This he is not fair. He was doing sex with her when she had mental health issues. That's how she got pregnant in the first place. Wow. <laughs> Why did she have mental health issues? He that? said he said that she was off work because of mental health issues. Okay, I see what you mean. Okay. I don't know, but it's a, it's partner. You can't just stop having sex with her. <laughs> I've got mental health issues Alright sorry baby the, the, the penis is closed You put me off <laughs> no, But I'm saying He did it anyway So now that she's got the baby like, For me I don't understand What he's complaining about I don't he, get it He doesn't want her Being flamboyant with the money Yeah he's, While he's, he is, yeah. he's saying that Okay I'm going to work every day and, But <laughs> he knew Who he was getting with No he doesn't work like that He didn't know What he was getting with Because when she was This is different right Her behaviour is changed she, Her behaviour before Was that she was using The money wisely Or using the money What she was doing For her personal thing He did say that It's only now suddenly That she's had the baby That she's starting to do This half and half business Where she's using The, the shared money For things that she would not Normally use the shared money for So this is changed behaviour It's not normal behaviour her. Yeah, but then she's also not been in work for a long period of time as well, so she hasn't had her income coming in. Like she could have behaved. Di- there's two things here. I'm confused. There's potentially that she's behaving differently, and there's also potentially that he didn't have the visibility over her spending before because the her half of the money was her half. Yeah, of but the money. no, no. I think you're getting a bit confused, or maybe I'm wrong. She didn't just stop going off work from when she got pregnant. She was off work already before she got pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was doing this before she got pregnant. Yeah. So this was about a year or so before she got pregnant. No, if something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, for, so then, that's what I'm saying. This is not um, this is not um behavior that's the same. This is new new behavior. Shortly after we were married, four years ago, she had a mental health crisis and stopped working. While we had to cut significantly from our normal spending, I decided it was a good idea to keep allocating a nominal amount to our personal accounts, i.e. The, not, the, not the shared account. I just clocked shortly after our marriage. Uh, yeah, four, four years ago. So they got married and then shortly after she had a mental health crisis, stopped working. Okay. Uh, there were some difficult austerity decisions that had to be made, but I was happy to come through for her, for her in a crisis. Over the next few years, while my wife recovered, but did not return to work, my career went well and now made more than both of us used to do separately by myself. Then she got pregnant, etc., etc., etc. So there's three pots: her pot, my pot, our pot. The bills come from our pot. His his my pot got smaller. Yeah. The shared uh, based on the fact him, that she he's that giving she, her money. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that um she's not working, so he's having to put more in the main pot, and he's still putting money in her pot. Yeah, where she didn't have to put money in her pot before. She was putting money in her own pot. She was playing with her own squishy. Mm-hmm. So now he's putting money in all three pots, and he's not happy that she's giving him uh, DBDB gifts 
when it's his birthday from her pot. Yeah. So he's, she's she's buying weak presents with his money. Yeah. David buying me a good present. Yeah. You're buying good stuff for yourself. Yeah. You're taking money from the main pot. Yeah. That is used for bills and whatnot for things for yourself. Yeah. While saving money in the small pot that I'm topping up every month. Yeah. To save up for the good stuff for yourself. Yeah. So he's feeling a bit of way. All it comes down to is, do you think he's a narcissist or not? Um. Because he feels away. I don't think he's an asshole. He's if he he's, if he's a if he's an asshole for feeling away. That's what he's asking. Am I feeling? Am I? He's, he's asking. He even said it. Like I was. Am I being I a mean, bitch or uh, am I an asshole? Your feelings are validated. Your feelings are valid in it. I don't know. I don't think you're an asshole for having feelings. But young blood, this is why mans have side pieces. One of the things that you've explained that is why mans have side pieces. This is the Jamaican side really coming out. So we talking about there's so many Nigerian people who've got who've how got, dare you who've got halves and all this I've met, I've met so many of them Lies. I've met so many of them customers customers you know uh, punters people that listen to this pod don't believe simple Simon how many, how many times has, uh, have we done uh, or talked about DNA tests with with Olad who finds out that seven of his children out of the 14 <laughs> that was that was Uganda <laughs> Mr. Wolf um, is he the asshole no, I don't think he is. In, I, I just think he needs to talk to his talk to his woman and solve the problem. I think he's an arsehole for maybe bringing it to the fore, and I think he really could have dealt with it himself. Right. You know, you're, you're, you're you know you're not the arsehole. I don't think he's an arsehole, but um, but maybe a bit, maybe a tiny bit of a bitch. Uh, Biggie Wahala said he's not, not the arsehole. Yeah, I don't and, think he's the arsehole. And Simple Simon said he's not the arsehole. No. So no. unanimously, you're not the arsehole. No, man. He, but he, I'm with Mr. Wolf, though. He should really talk to her instead of all of this nonsensical nonsense. That's why they probably removed it. Go and talk to your wife. Come to bring it over. <laughs> I have come to the realization that people find it hard to talk talk in the relationships. Oh, not, yeah. It's very hard. They're it's not difficult, often. man. Because especially if you know the person and you know their reaction, you're already automatically pre-loaded in your head of what's going to happen. So and you're just like, I don't want to get involved in it. You don't know, you're trying to avoid mm. certain confrontations, in it. Yeah, so you're like, I don't want to get involved in it. So I'm just going to leave it and, and, and then eat it. And then what happens is that it gets to a point where you just can't and then it explodes in other ways. So. I, mm. I prefer to be the bad guy, man. I just say it. Oh, you just say mm. it. I was going to be super. you got to get it off your chest. Um, shout out, get it off your chest yeah, podcast. Out, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, no, there's difficult conversations that you have to have and he's controlling the money in a lot of, yeah. know, in some respects. So um, you have that conversation and you tell her maybe, or you discuss with her his plans of maybe altering the cash and then see what happens from, from that point onwards. He might even feel a way he's like, I don't want to make her feel bad. Yeah, he's going to have that. He's going to have I don't want to have this conversation uh, with I'm her. supposed to I be the man. I'm supposed to be able to provide. Not even that. It could be that, because uh, he is providing. It could be that, but, you know, you're, you're doing a bit too much. And he doesn't He doesn't know how to put it. And he yeah, knows what, that this is the case for the next, at least five years. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. To work for now. He's he providing, it. yeah, he's but there's provider. levels to this always, isn't it? There's always levels to it. So, the moment when you realise that you can't provide you can't provide at the at the level anymore is a, is is a is a daunting thing to come to so you you've been earning this money it's been keeping the household then someone's behavior changes the person's behavior has changed and they don't think that they're being extravagant or what have you their behavior has just changed and now you know what the new provision number is to be providing 
taking mm. into account the new behavior. That, if you're not strong as a person, could wear on you because you're like, now I have to work harder to earn more money. Do you get what I mean? To mm. be able to provide this. Then if I do do that, does the, does this person now change again? And because there's now more money around, do they, do they, do they start taking the disposable income and increasing that and behaving irresponsibly? And that's why you need to have a conversation. And that's why you need to have the conversation. Yeah, yeah 100%. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right then. On that note, uh, Wala, do you want to give us an update on how the boxing is going? Uh, Francis is actually having a better boxing match than I've seen almost all the boxers have with Tyson Fury. Yes, true. But Annie knocked him down already. But could it be make believe? I don't know. But he, but he looks like he's, he looks good. He's not. He doesn't look rubbish. He looks like he kind of knows what he's doing. Yeah, which, which I'm surprised. And um, he knocked him down. Bro. Yeah, he knocked like, him down. He knocked him down. You know what you find when you, I mean. The thing about mixed martial arts is is that they are, I would say, that they're disciplined in one or two. You know, it could be Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or, I don't know, Muay Thai or wrestling or whatever. Or Nigerian dry slap. <laughs> or Nigerian dry slap. Well, he was a kickboxer. But, but, but in MMA, none of them are disciplined in boxing. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when they get into a boxing ring, you can see that they look so far the quality is such a big, uh, is, is, is so huge. I mean, I've been watching maybe a round and a half, two rounds here and there. Um, and, you know, Big is correct. He actually looks and stands like a boxer. When when you had McGregor in there with, Mayweather, with Mayweather it, 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 it was very comical. When you've had, um, I think, uh, Jake Paul and a couple of other ones fight, um, some MMA fighters and you can see that even those YouTubers who are not boxers they still look a little better than those MMA fighters because the MMA fighters are disciplined in other things but um, no it's interesting he actually looks decent but ne- I think that Tyson Fury is just up and ante a little he, bit he is now yeah, the, jabs are, just, the jabs are starting to land just, but if, I think if the guy hits him hard he's, he's, I think he was just messing around <laughs> and then he got hit he took it too lightly. Yeah, you know. So, um. Anyway, let's see. He'll get tired, uh, and then he'll get knocked out. Look at him. Look at him. Sniffing an armpit, bruv. Let's start off as I made a mistake before. Let's start off with Big Wahala. Uh, Big Wahala on Insta. Big Wahala on Twitter. <laughs> Why you played this sport? <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah. Uh, Cassie's Dead is my recommendation. The new Cassie's Dead album is out. I forgot what it's called, but check it out. I was on the old uh, streaming services. He's a UK rapper. I like most of his stuff. He's very, um, I tell you, he's very real and he's very depressing in certain aspects of his music. But I do like him. So check out Kaz is dead. Uh, wrestling matches this week. I would tell you to watch on SmackDown this week. It was a match between uh, Dragon Lee and Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander is a wrestler that was quite. Oh, well, he wasn't big, but he was doing decent things at one point and then suddenly he was coming off like the roster they weren't really showing him on television and whatnot anymore so I think they're trying to hop- hopefully spike back a bit of his um, his career and um, Dragon Lee's somebody is on the up and coming and they had a very very good fight the other day or match I should say sorry because it's not real obviously we know kayfabe and all that but um, yeah check that out if you get a chance boom Mr Wolf um, I took my kids to the um to the slavery oh, oh, sorry, museum sorry, sorry, sorry. in Liverpool. 
They call it the International, the International Slavery Museum in Liverpool. I think it's been opened for quite some, about 2007. I don't think it's that old. Um, and it was good. We didn't spend as much time in there as I would have liked. Um, I got the timers a little bit wrong because before that, we arrived in Liverpool <laughs> and did the stadium tour. And I really, obviously my son and myself are really big Liverpool fans. My daughter is one by default and, and she really enjoyed it, you know. She enjoyed walking around the stadium and asking questions. She, you know, Dad, who's the best ever football player? And I was like wow that's a good question like i don't know i don't know if i could say one maybe it might be three okay well who's who's your top three who's your top five you know i gave her who i thought was my top five which became a top six you know so now she really enjoyed the whole experience of walking around anfield and the you know the talk Did she come away talking like this <laughs> definitely not me as i said a nigerian born in the uk you know but um, now nah, she she loved it and it was good to see her enjoy the experience as much as we did you know and the slavery museum i definitely recommend people to go down there and have a look um it's a weird thing to do isn't it yeah i mean you know my my thing is with these things is that and which i let her know i tell my boy as well that slavery is a part of our history but it is not our history so when it comes to um museums it's just a weird thing it's to, just, to, to, yeah, to suggest like, isn't it recommend you, I, mean, you, I recommend you go yeah, to the, yeah, it's, it's the like, slavery museum yeah like, you know it's like someone saying wow I heard it was good was was it good I'm like mm. yeah yeah it's weird and, and I kind of answered like like that and they kind of got it yeah like, you know, the best way to say is it was interesting is the best thing it was ask. an interesting thi- uh, thing but nothing that I hadn't seen before but like I said many years ago when people moaning about slavery films and series is that there is a generation that hasn't seen it mm. and I understand that um, the stories have been regurgitated and I understand that we need to tell other stories about our history 100% you know whether that's you know history of uh I don't know. Twenty fifth dynasty the, Egypt. The Egyptians, you know, ancient Babylon, you know, whether it's uh, Mansa Musa and Timbuk- Timbuktu, whether it's the Ifame Empire, the Benin Empire, you know, Kemet. you know, Kemet. All, all of those different parts of our history is very important, and, but we don't get told about it. So I did not let her know again, as I've done so many times, that this is a part of our history, but it isn't our history. You know, so if you're in town and you're around there, if you're a Liverpool fan, definitely go to the stadium tour. It's very difficult to, to get tickets. Um, I was there for the West Ham game and I'm going to try and go there for a few other games before the end of the season. So, yeah, that was good. I am on episode six of Gen V. Yes, who? It's good, isn't it? Gen V is um, it's deep still. Isn't it? It's- yeah. Um, you guys said that you didn't think it could be as good yeah and it obviously is in a, in a different way did it say I didn't say I don't think it is I said I think it is as good yeah no that, oh, okay. no you said that you didn't think it could be but it is oh yeah, yeah okay yeah. I would I would have thought that it would be yeah, as yeah. but it's, it's you know there are some really good writers out there and the storyline on it is excellent so just like what these guys have already recommended if you know what the boys is and you've watched the boys and you haven't watched Gen V go and watch it brilliant Brilliant show. I think it's on episode seven right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on episode six. I'll probably try to catch episode seven. 
Um, so yeah, you can catch me on Instagram on aka Mr. Wolf on Twitter on aka underscore Mr. Wolf. What's going on, people? What's going on? Simple Simon, my brother. Yeah, I got into a um, back into my foreign film bag, a Korean again this time. Yes, it's a movie called Concrete Utopia. Um, so yeah, I think I think that was on Netflix. I can't remember it. Yeah, I think it might have been on Netflix. Um, but it's a film called Concrete Utopia. It's uh, one of those uh, psychological movies. I don't know if it's a psychological thriller, but it's a psychological movie where an event happens and then it's the um, the magnifying glass on the human condition is effectively what happens in that. So it's from a Korean point of view. So obviously they've got their culture and what have you embedded in there. I thought it was really interesting. So yeah, Chrome, Concrete Utopia, if you get an opportunity to watch that, do please by all means take it in uh, Loki you love a subtitle yeah I don't mind the subtitle man <laughs> I don't mind a subtitle I can sit there and actually so quite surprised at how fluidly I can sit there and watch a subtitle movie and be alright with it mm. it's good interesting yes when uh, the man won uh, the best director for Parasite that <laughs> year the Oscars what did he say something about you know if only you're willing to to jump that hurdle of of the the two inch um, subtitles? There's so much out there for you. Something along those lines. Yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 okay. It's true. Yeah. 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 Now with me, I, I I'm I like stories and storytellers, and for me, I find if you're good at doing those things, telling stories, then the language uh, is almost secondary, um, especially with visual art. So if you got your acting right, I think you can have something translate across language barriers if you're using your body as the correct instrument. Do you get what I'm saying to you mm. for language? Has any of you lot watched um, G- Gamora? Yeah. Of course. I haven't, no. What do you mean? That's a silly question. <laughs> of course you've watched it, bruv. How do you rate that? Gamora's like one of the top five. Let's see, simple things. Gamora is that thing, bruv. Don't, bruv. Gangster, gangster. I heard, I heard. The only thing that's put me, I like the subtitle thing because sometimes my watching and my viewing is very. Was Gamora top subtitle? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Italian. Subtitle. Oh, okay. It's yeah. about the Italian mob. Yeah. Italian but not, mob. not not the American Italian mob. Uh, the Italian the mob. The Italian, Italian. In Naples, I think, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the people that mess around with Maradona, boy. That's the kind of guy that he was messing around with. Well, but, um, the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with. I don't know, man. Subtitles of me just mix like water and oil. Oh, okay, I see. You know, mm. but yeah. Gomorrah is definitely on the list as the number one thing that I would watch that has subtitles. It will be that, then Narcos, and then maybe the film. I I ain't even watched the film yet. Which um, one? Um, uh, it's a Gomorrah film. The, 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 the one where they won the Oscar. Parasite. 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 Oh, Parasite yeah, is good. Yeah, it's a good yeah. film. Bro. Film. So he's doing all right, isn't he? He's beat. As far as I'm concerned, he's winning this fight, and they're gonna, they're not gonna give it. To oh, him. but he's winning this him. fight blatantly. Yeah, How many rounds is it? It's, it's the eighth round now. Is that the last round? Yeah, and he, and um, what's Hold his on, name? They're only doing eight rounds. Ten rounds, and he and he gave him an elbow. All right. Well, Tyson gave him an elbow. Yep, on purpose. He looks like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, you done? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen hand, the hand, Handmaiden? The Tell. Handmaiden's Tale. No. The Handmaiden, no. The, it's a Korean film. I feel, no. I feel like I've watched that film, you know. It's but about maybe he was telling me eight, about the Handmaiden. It's so good. Oh, I know who was telling me about the Handmaiden. So the person we were talking about before. 
before the podcast. As in the Korean film or the Handmaid in the Tale, the, the, the TV hand, program? The Handmaid in the film. Okay. Is it a film? Yeah, I think it's a film. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's we've gone up a natural two, you know. Watch that one. Watch that one. Watch that one. Handmaiden, yeah. Yeah, Handmaiden. See, I find it. All right. He's <laughs> buffering. <laughs> What's in now? Uh, all right, then. Um, I am Stavros Boss. You can catch me at Stavros Boss on all the socials. Tell them. Uh, Stavros says this week and Mr. Wolf might be interested in this is a new bank for children called Starling Kite I heard about that on the radio um, uh, very a, a few years ago Mr. Wolf brought to the table he mentioned that, that God, he does Go Henry and he mentioned it and he talked about it and I was interested in it because I'm big on finance with my children uh, financial literacy is something that they don't teach you in school it's something that I'm going to definitely do at home but you have to pay for that isn't it? It, had, it was like a subscription for you. Or you had to pay monthly for it. I don't even think. I don't even know. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I, just, I, just, I just put the money. money. You have the I, money. God, I, amen to that. You people are taking my money and investing it. And you're, that's, that's why you're a bank. That's how you make money. I don't believe in having to pay you for the privilege of doing that as well. So uh, this Starling Kite will be similar where you, ha- you give a child... It's uh, help kids manage their pocket money and turn spending into skills with our free debit card and app for 6 to 15 year olds it's like a child bank account but built seamlessly into your account for better visibility and control once it's set up transfer money into their kite space in seconds and help them learn money skills for life so i believe they get a card and they, they, get, they get an app but you get to to monitor and control uh what they're doing so uh, i'll be getting one of those for my I told her I was going to get her a card and she said, you can't, I'm too, I'm too young. She said she's too young. She said I'm too young to, to do with money. I'm like, wow. I said, no, I'm going to get it for you. And we're going to take all your pocket money and I'll put it in this account. Because whenever you go out and she wants to do something, I say, you buy it then if you want. And she always says no, always. Nine out of ten times she says no. But it's always like, how am I going to do it? I said, I'll buy it. Same thing, I'll buy it. I'll take the money from your piggy bank when we get home in it. Uh, but now she's just gonna have her own account. So I'm just like, if you want to buy it, it's there. And she's gonna learn that once she starts seeing the money go down, 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 that's what's happening. So now I'm gonna actually start giving her pocket money. She's gonna have to save some, and the rest is money that you can save, spend if you want. So that is Starling Kite. It's a free bank account for six to fifteen year olds, and I um, am promoting financial literacy in your children's lives. It's something we should be doing. Plug. Alright. Uh yes, catch us collectively at ESM Podcast on all the socials. Plug. Hashtag ESM Pod. Tell them. To start or join in the conversation. Mm-hmm. ESM Podcast at gmail.com. Tell all them. That stuff. Uh, shout out Asha. She uh, sent me and uh, Ozzy, I'll get to yours uh, in in future weeks, sent me some songs for old school to new school. So one of them is this this is Drew Hill Tell Me. Now when when I heard because they just sent me the new song. And I didn't know who sang the song. Really? It's Drew Hill, bro. Yeah, I, I was looking for him. I know the song. I was writing the lyrics to search for it. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So Man anyway. like Cisco, you get me? Cisco. Cisco that has not changed at all. Man in his 50s is still bleaching his hair. And this is Xavier Omar. 
want stroke need. Y'all know what time it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's too late to be acting nervous. On the phone, you was texting like a different person. Like how you couldn't wait to try to move them hips in cursive. Like you gon' whisper in my ear and you gon' leave me cursing. Do it then, do it then, baby, this is perfect. Switch positions and listen, you're breathing a little different. Your body always will tell me. Thank you so much, so much for joining us for episode 41 of the Eloquently Say Nothing podcast. Blessings, love, light, all of that good stuff. We wish you to go well and come back and return next week with more people. Issue for free one. My bad. Remember, if you ain't saying nothing, say it well. Slack for life. Tell, 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 tell. Tell, 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 Won't you tell me? Baby, won't you? Tell me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects, welcome to the ESN Podcast.